Tigers and the Scotts Bluff Bearcats here to begin the season here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you again this year. Jimmy Purcell, my old buddy, has uh, come out of the woodworks, out of the uh, out of the woods. Good to see you again, partner. Well, yeah, it's been since the uh, eight-man All-Star game since we've been together right here at this uh, at this same complex at Lloyd Wilson Field. We did the uh, Sertoma eight-man All-Star game, but uh, the electricity and uh, the time is here. It's football time, and it's hard to believe that uh, just seems the summer went by so fast. You were busy doing baseball, and and these Hastings uh, kids, a lot of them on the field tonight, were in the. Uh, state baseball playoffs up in Omaha you were able to travel around with them so uh just been a quick summer and boy we're here we're ready for football now and uh it's hard to believe games got going last night uh, just a, a handful of them but uh, everybody gets going tonight it's ready to go it's good weather going to be a little breezy here wind out of the south tonight but uh, good temperatures no uh not a cloud in the sky going to be a, a good good night here for football 85 degrees our game time temperatures winds blowing out of the south at about 12 miles per hour Hastings I just missing the class b state playoffs a year ago they finished six and three scott's bluff they made the playoffs for the seventh straight year lost in the first round but they were eight and two last year and they're uh highly regarded here this year i know they're they're ranked in a lot of the uh, the preseason polls i don't know how many years it's been we've done a scott's bluff uh, hastings high game scott's bluff does not do anything flashy they line up you know they're going to run it you better stop them I and mean, if you can't stop the running game that scott's bluff has it's a, it's a long story. It's a long night for uh, the opposing teams, and Hastings has found that out. Although Hastings did play this ball club pretty good out in Scottsbluff last year, got out of there uh, just lost by a, a 21 to 13 deficit last year in Scottsbluff. But again, they've got a, a good trigger puller and Noah Bruner. He's a good quarterback. Back from a year ago, 586 yards, four touchdowns, throwing four touchdowns, rushing. He will be a, a big guy in there uh, pulling the trigger, handing off to a couple outstanding backs. And then the big guy, Garrett Nelson, a guy who's already accepted a scholarship offer from the University of Nebraska. They say he's not even probably the best player on the team. There's a couple others out there. Size-wise, this is a big physical team. Hastings Hyatt's going to be interesting. they got to replace the arm of Vinny Schmidt. And that'll be Alex Savota here as we're underway. All right, he sees I can control the opening uh, kickoff here as they bring the ball back up the field. A nice run back there across the 25 out to about the 26 or 27-yard line. Tate Pfeiffer bringing the ball back there for Hastings High. By the way, the starting lineups tonight will sneak them in here as this ball game is underway. Starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So Hastings will start this drive. First down and 10 on the 27. Hastings moving from our left to our right here in the first quarter of play. That's north to south here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Two wide receivers split out wide to the left side. Svoboda turns, hands the ball away. Short gain up to about the 29-yard line. That's a Tate Pfeiffer carrying the ball. He'll be one of the running backs there for Hastings High. Connor Lauchs, one of the wide receivers, along with uh, Jacob Schroeder. The other side will be uh, Bryant Warwick and also Quinton Sinek as your two wide outs. And across the front for Hastings High, Keyshawn Hunt. Dawson Jacobus, also Gavin West, Caden Adams, and also Evan Rolla. That's the Hastings High starting offense as the Tigers keep the ball on the ground, and there is uh, nothing there again as they are stacked up. Stacked up. That's a Pfeiffer carrying the ball. Pfeiffer 
He's their leading rusher coming back from a season ago with 576 yards on 129 carries. But the Tigers have kept the ball on the ground, Jimmy. They've got to one yard, third down and nine. Yeah, the Tigers look at a uh, third and long here. We'll call it about third and nine and a half. But you look at that front line, that defensive front, Garrett Nelson on the left side. He's a big guy in there, number 23. But uh, t- some tough running there for the Tigers. Here's a Swoboda wants to throw it for the first time and throws it into the uh, Scott's Bluff bench out around the uh, 44-yard line. So the Tigers go three plays and out. Not the way you really wanted to uh, start your season, Jimmy. Now you give the ball away to a Scott's Bluff team that's just going to pound the ball right at your defense, and you better get off of the field on the third down, or this could be a long night. Well, and that's just it. You're going to give Scott's Bluff some great field position. Their return men going to stand inside the 40-yard line. But, uh, again, we're going to be punting into this uh, stiff breeze. And, yeah, you got an offense coming on the field that will just jam it down to your throat. I think last year in the ballgame, Scott's Buff only threw six times. I think a couple of years ago when they were here at Lloyd Wilson Field, only threw it three. Quentin Sinek is your punter. Wobbly kick here is it's going to bounce here at the 38-yard line. Takes a Scott's Bluff bounce up around the 39-and-a-half before it goes out of bounds here on the near sideline. So a kick of only about 32 yards. Sinek was... Uh, the reserve punter a year ago and averaged about uh, 30.2 yards per kick. So Noah Bruner is your quarterback for Scott's Bluff. They're going to have a Paul Panduro in the backfield along with Josiah Dolos. He's a, a sophomore who ran for 179 yards last year. They're going to go with the two tight ends here, and they're just going to pound the ball. Hastings knows what's coming here. They're going to crowd the line of scrimmage. They'll have like seven, eight guys within a couple of yards of the line of scrimmage, and Hastings High jumps right off of the bat. So Hastings High going to be penalized here for being offside. You'll see if somebody moved up front. I don't think that was the case. No, it's an offside against Hastings. So, yeah, the, the Tigers are going to crowd the line of scrimmage here, Jimmy. You'll see uh, 70, nine guys maybe within a couple of yards of the, the line of scrimmage. They're going to force uh, Scott's Bluff to uh, to throw the football. The officials trying to get into the swing of things. They, they called the penalty on Hastings, but then they marked off the yardage against Scott's Bluff. Before they caught that, it was uh, the officials caught their boo-boo, and now they uh, they mark it off against Hastings. They bring the ball to the 44, so everybody's trying to get in the, yep. the swing of things yeah, here. Yeah, first, first game of the season, but uh, Scott's buff now. First and five, here ball out close to the 45. Bruner wants to throw the football right off the bat. He's going to take a shot downfield down the right sideline, and it's going to be overthrown. Overthrown down the right sideline. In fact, they had a step on the uh, defensive back, and boy, what a way to uh, start off the ball game when you really anticipate uh, running the football all along. And uh, Scott's Bluff opens up with a bomb down the right sideline. It was just off of the fingertips of the intended receiver. Well, and that's the thing you got to be careful about. And the coaching staff for Scott's Bluff right beside us. But you've seen that opening play when they set up. Hastings had five defensive linemen, had four more come up and crowd the line of scrimmage. Why not take a shot downfield, try to get a receiver in and behind your uh, defensive back? Uh, Laux is out there uh, defensively, but that one there just slightly overthrown, second down and five. That was Keegan Schneider out there. Now here's a handoff and a uh, sweep to this near side. Penalty flags down and banging his way out here across the 50-yard line to the 45 of Hastings. Down to about the 43 was Busby. Again, a penalty flag down right here at the 50-yard line. It's going to come back. A holding call there against Scott's Bluff. So a holding call against Scott's Bluff. That's the first penalty against the Bearcats. So that'll knock away a nice run there by the Bearcats. They would have had the ball in Hastings territory. Now they're going to bring her back here and mark her up from the 50-yard line to bring it back to the 40, where Scott's Bluff will be looking at a second down 
And a nine situation. Well, and this is something we see out of Scott's Bluff each and every year. We talk about how they jam the football down the opponent's throat. They run a double tight end set. They will do that all night long. They hand off uh, just a handoff right, handoff left, usually a cloud of dust and uh, five, ten yards. That would have been a 15-yard game, but no good with the penalty second down and nine. Here's a Bruner. He's going to run the ball himself after faking the ball up inside around the right end. 45-50. He fumbles the football. The Tigers say they're on the football at the 50-yard line. The officials agree, and Hastings gets their first break of the ball game. They recover a Noah Bruner fumble right at the 50-yard line. First and 10 Tigers. Well, and the guy that caused that coming from the backside was Damon Pape. The kid come in here last year and just lit things up defensively for Hastings High. He played a, an outstanding season last year as an underclassman, comes in here with a load of confidence. He come from the backside, got on Bruner's back, knocked a football loose. Tigers come up with a first turnover. They've got it just outside that big red H. Right at midfield, good break and a good opportunity for Hastings. Two wide receivers split out wide to the right side. Here's a handoff across the 50. That's launched with the ball, 45-40, 35-30, still on his feet, down to the 27-yard line. So Connor Lauch's carrying the football there for Hastings High, finally tackled in a play by Noah Bruner. But wait a minute, we got a penalty flag back up field. This one's going to come back, a holding call on Hastings. Boy, that nullifies a 22-yard gain, and I like that call. You've got Laux in there at 4-7 speed. You bring him around on the wing. You hand it off to him. They had a good seam. Let him get out an open field and let him see what he can do. I mean, he's a tremendous athlete, wrestling, baseball. We talked about the baseball scenario. I believe a uh, shortstop there for Hastings uh, uh, Legion ball and uh, also the Tiger baseball squad uh, first season this year. But uh, all for naught, Connor Laux, a big, big gain. Called back. They're going to spot it inside the 45 down to the 44-yard line. Connor is going to line up at a variety of positions this year. We saw him as a wide receiver, and that's a first series. Now he's lining up in the backfield. We're going to see him at quarterback tonight, too, for Hastings High. So it's a penalty. Brings the ball back to the 44-yard line. Lounce is going to get another try. This time around the left end. He's hit at the 45. He falls forward to about the 47-yard line. So pick up of about three yards, so not as successful going to the left as it was to the right. That was basically the same play going the other direction, and the Tigers are now looking at second down and 12 yards to go. In the first quarter, 9.07 to play, no score between Hastings and Scott's Bluff. Well, and he's one of those guys, you've got to get the football in his hands. He's one of your most explosive players on the field. Some way, shape, or form, whether it's a receiver, a wing, a running back, quarterback, run the Wildcat with him, whatever, get the football in Lox's hands. He's dangerous. Alex Swoboda again now on the gun as he backs up, throws a near side. The ball is going to be caught here at the 49 across the 50. Still on his feet to the 48-yard line and finally brought down there. That's a Bryant Warwick. He's a 5-foot, 11-inch, 180-pound senior. Played a reserve role last year on the varsity squad with the three receptions. Tackle is made in there by the corner here on this side. Paris Magdaleno. Making the uh, stop there. He's a 160-pound junior. The, the Scotts Bluff team is going to test us here for the opening uh, game of the season. Looking at some of their pronunciations as we looked at it all week long. Kind of dreading some of those guys. Third down and uh, eight yards to go. Swoboda wants to throw the ball and overthrows his man here at the 45-yard line. Swinging out of the backfield. And that baby would have been a, good enough for a first down. But he overthrows his man there. And that's a Damon Pape. Damon Pape playing... Uh, both offense and defense here this year. He was coming out of the backfield, and so Voter just uh, tossed it over his head a little bit too far. So Hastings squanders a golden opportunity as they recover a fumble at the 50-yard line. The Tigers off to punt the football for the uh, second time here tonight. This is Sinek as he stands at his own 40-yard line. Good snap, gets into the football. It's a low one 
Bounces here at the 25 to the 20. Picked up at the 10-yard line. Back here near side, 15, 20, down the sideline, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45 to the 50. Penalty flags down. Run out of bounds here at the 45-yard line of Hastings. Bringing the ball back was Keegan Riefschneider, a 5'10", 165-pound junior. One penalty flag, two penalty flags down here at the 45-yard line. This will come back. I think this is going to, yeah, exactly going to go against Scott's bluff, but I think that's going to be a defenseless player. i I seen a Hastings high guy take a heck of a shot right there at the uh, 45-yard line where both the flags are. That's the case. They're going to really err on the side of the, the kids' safety as they have each and every year. I mean, they're going to watch the illegal hits. They're going to watch uh, a lot of things this season, and that there uh, was a pretty good shot there by Scott's Bluff on one of the Tigers. Nullifies a great return. Would have been across midfield. So now Scott's Bluff with their second series. They threw the ball once, and then they uh, fumbled the football away when uh, Damon Pape knocked the ball loose. So Scott's Bluff with their second series, first and 10 here at the 35-yard line. Scott's Bluff in their white uniforms and their red trim. The Tigers in their gray pants. They're up black tops here tonight. There's a reverse going to the right side, an opening 40, 45, 50 down the sideline, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Taking the ball there on the reverse is uh, Chris Busby. He goes the distance. That's a 65-yard touchdown for Scott's Bluff. Well, and the only guy that could have got over there was uh, Connor Lauchs, and he was sealed off. It was a great block by the tight end out there. We talk about the double wing. Uh, Lauchs was on pursuit, and he just got simply sealed off, and then the speed on the outside by Busby, he gets the outside. Nobody was going to bring him down. 65 yards later, touchdown, Scott's Bluff. First one of the season here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Boy, does he have some speed wow. or does he have some speed? Now we're going to have the extra point coming up here. This is going to be Keegan Schneider in there to uh, attempt the uh, point after touchdown here for Scott's Bluff. Now the Bearcats have a man late getting on the field here. He takes his position here on the the left end, ball is down, kick is up, and the kick is going to be, it hits the crossbar, and it's going to be uh, no good. The PA, that was an ugly-looking kick. <laughs> ugly-looking kick there. PAT is going to be no good, but Scott's Bluff is on the board. 7.43 to play here in the first quarter. It's Scott's Bluff 6, Hastings nothing. Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 K-H-A-S. Scoring drive, one play, 65 yards for Scott's Bluff. Busby gets a 65-yard touchdown run. The touchdown drive is brought to you by the Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. For more information, log on to ASAP-NE.org. Six to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff, 65-yard touchdown run by Chris Busby, and the ninth-ranked Bearcats are out on top. Here comes the uh, kickoff. It's going to be fielded by Lounks at the 5. Lounks is back to the 10. Lounks is at the 15, slips down, fumbles the football, picks her back up, and he's going to be swarmed under at the 13-yard uh, line. Wow. 
That was kind of a dipsy doodle. Well, yeah, it was a dipsy doodle, but it was not designed to be a dipsy doodle. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Connor Locks wanted to take that off the left side. We see another penalty flag. Wow, a lot of them already. That's going to be the fifth penalty flag. We'll get the call right here. It's going to be a chop block. That's going to be a chop block against Hastings, and that's going to back the Tigers up. So that's three penalties on Hastings, two penalties on Scott's Bluff. Scott's Bluff has a 6 to nothing lead with 7.33 left to go, but more importantly, it pushes the Tigers, who have not got it out of the shadow. I guess they did get the uh, the one turnover, but uh, they're going to start very deep in their own uh, own end, down at the 7-yard line. they got a long way to go here. Hastings High just with nine total yards of offense here. This is their third possession. Scott's Bluff, very good last year defensively. They gave up only 13 points per ball game. Here's a uh, running play to the left side across the uh, 10-yard line to the 15, out to about the 16-yard line as they bring the ball for some uh, running room right there. I think that's a Pfeiffer carrying the ball. The tackle is made in there by Hunter Drake or rather uh, Kevin uh, Devin Baderis. Uh, Devin Baderis in on the stop there for uh, Scott's Bluff. Give them a pickup of about, uh, they're going to give them nine yards in the play. All the way out to about the, what, 16-yard line. So a good run there by uh, Tate Pfeiffer. It's going to bring up a second down and one situation. He sings high with a couple of running backs in the backfield. Swoboda throws the ball. It's going to be caught over there on the left side across the 20 out to about the 23-yard line. That's a Bryant Warwick on the reception. Sebastian Harsh. Another stop there for his Scott's Bluff with the Tigers get a first down. It's going to be important, I think, Jimmy, to at least get a couple of first downs. They, they might not have to score here, but they need to get some first downs and at least they'll work the field position. Well, they need to keep that Scott's Bluff offense off the field and a long time consuming drive is your answer. And exactly, they don't need to score. Just to get some first downs, get out of the, the end of your territory where you're at. And that was a, a good couple of plays there by Hastings. Here's a Swoboda again, handing the ball away as they keep around the ground here. They pick up one, maybe a two yards. That's a Pfeiffer again carrying the ball. Now a late penalty flag again goes down. A late yeah. penalty flag here at the 23-yard line. Going to go on Scott's Bluff. Going to be the near side line judge. Face mask on Scott's Bluff. So, boy, the officials, uh, they got off to a rocky start, but they're seeing everything out there. Six penalty flags. Three on each team thrown, and they're going to mark this off. He's going to bring her all the way up close to the, what, 40? Yeah, he'll spot the football right down 40-yard line right in between the hash marks. So Hastings High will get their second first down of the night and keep the uh, the drive alive with 6.33 left to go. It's Bearcats 6, Tigers nothing. St. Cecilia playing at Freeman tonight. The Adams Central Patriots are playing in Carney. We'll have scores for you. Down tonight, here's another running play. That one has swarmed under. Now Scott's Bluff getting uh, some good penetration out of their defensive line. Manhandling the uh, Tigers up front. That was uh, Paulo Cervantes. And on the stop there, he's the outside linebacker, 170-pounder, a senior, five foot eight for the, the Cats. No gain in the play, second down 10. Well, and again, it's going to be tough running in between the tackles. Look at the meat down there on that front line for Scott's Bluff defensively. They run a three-man front, but they've got a lot of boys with some size up there, they make it very tough for the Tigers to run in between the tackles. Here's a Swoboda handing the ball away to Lounge. Slides through there. Dances across the 45 to the 50 to the 49-yard line of Scott's Bluff. And that's going to be a first down for uh, Hastings Eye. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he brings the ball into uh, Bearcat territory. Devin Baderis again into the stop there for Scott's Bluff. But I like the way that Connor Lounge looks running out of the backfield. Well, he's just running with a man on a mission out there. He's not the biggest guy by any means. 
only about five foot seven or what, 155, 160 pounds. But he, again, has got tremendous speed. You want to get the football in his hands, give him a seam, and that's what they got. 11-yard gain, cross midfield for the Tigers. Now they take the ball to uh, Louch, and uh, wow, sliding through there and throwing a Svoboda for a loss all the way back here to the 40-yard line. A loss of about 11 yards in the play. They faked the ball up inside to Connor Louch. Svoboda wanted to throw the football, but nothing but white shirts and a sack there for the Bearcats. Well, and just nowhere to go for uh, the quarterback, Svoboda. He should have just tried to get rid of that, but the, the defense was really on him in a hurry and just a breakdown and blocking up front and a uh, huge loss. Loss of 11, first sack of the night for Scott's Bluff. Now the Tigers look at his second down and long, second and 21, the ball on the 40. There's a hand down to Pfeiffer, slides through there, 45 to the 50, on his feet to the 45 to the 40, gets a first down, all the way down to the 35-yard line. Nice run there by Tate Pfeiffer. That's another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So Tate Pfeiffer gets her all back within some. Luke Ferguson, the defensive tackle downfield to make the stop. But the Tigers on the move now with under five minutes to play here in the first quarter. Charlie, he turned the page of the playbook there. You got second 21. You just dial up the second and 25. The 25-yard gain by Pfeiffer all the way down to the 35-yard line of the Bearcats. Tigers on the move now with 4.34 to go in the quarter. Six to nothing to score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Louts with it now and a sweep, and he is buried just as he brings it across the 35. Dropped down at the 34-yard line. Sebastian Harsh again, the defensive tackle, a defensive end on that right side, making the stop. Give uh, Louts a pickup of one yard and a play second down nine with the clock running at the 414 mark. Damon Pape was trying to block out there, but he couldn't get out of the road, and uh, that defensive player made a, a great play. He was able to bring both of them down, Pape and Louts. We'll give Louts credit him for one yard gain, second down and nine. Here's a Swoboda, wants to throw, throws it. It's going to be caught and then uh, dropped. Yeah, they went over on the far side there to a Warwick, and he drops the ball as he was straddling the 30-yard line. The fall, ball falls out of his hands there. So an incomplete pass, third down, and nine yards to go. Warwick might have heard some footsteps coming. There was a defender coming up to lay a, a big hit on him, and uh, ball goes incomplete. Would have been just a short game, but now the Tigers look at a third down and nine. Ball at the 34, still in the first quarter here with 3.57 left to go. Bearcats up 6 nothing. Two wide receivers to the right. One goes to the left side. Here's uh, Savota, wants to throw, throws it down the right sideline. Louch goes forward, and he's going to be intercepted. Intercepted to the 10-yard line, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Tiger 45, and he's going to be buried here at the 40-yard line. Bringing the ball back there for uh, Scott's Bluff. That's Keegan Reefschneider. They just kind of threw it up there. It was a jump ball situation with uh, Reefschneider and Louch down here at about the 15. Reefschneider, it's a 5'10", goes up and outduels uh, Louch down here and brings it down the near sideline. All the way into Tiger territory as they bring it down to the Hastings 41-yard line. First and 10 for the Cats. Alan Reefsnyder took a big shot on that return. That was a 45-yard interception return all the way down to the uh, 40-yard line. They'll actually spot at the 41. He's trying to get his breath down there right in front of the, the Tiger bench. But again, Savota just threw that one kind of up for grabs. It was underthrown. Lauks had no chance. He had to try to play defender, and he was not able to get up there and knock the football down. Reef Snyder makes the pick. That's the first one of the season for Alex Savoti. He only had uh, one interception last year. But, again, Vinny Smith was the starting quarterback. We see Reef Snyder. I'm not sure he knows what stadium he's in right now as he's walking off very gingerly 
to the uh, Scotts Bluff sidelines, but the Bearcats, again, with the lead 6 to nothing, now got a little more boost of uh, momentum here. They've got a first and 10 at the Tiger 41-yard line. I think Reef Schneider's going to ding-dong school. Yeah. I, I, I don't know he, if he knows where he's at. He took a big shot there a, at the end of the uh, the play there. Yeah, took a big hit right down there in front of the Tiger bench. So the Tiger D going to have to step up here. They they give up a long touchdown run. The, the Bearcats have run three plays here tonight. They've had a one pass that was incomplete. They have had a quarterback scramble, which Damon Pate popped the football loose, a fumble, and then they had a 65-yard touchdown run. So three plays and 65 yards, and they lead the ball game, and they'll line her up tight here. The Tigers look at all the guys in the box for Hastings. Bruner is your quarterback with two tight ends. Here's a uh, fake handoff. Now they're going to give the ball away to Delaos as he goes around the right end, and he's going to be stacked up for a loss, but another penalty flag is down. This has been a a uh, penalty-filled first quarter here. Good thing this is field turf for the boys that have to put a lot of Clorox in their uh, laundry machine tomorrow. Fourth penalty on Scott's Bluff. We've got three on Hastings High, so seven penalties here just in the first quarter, and they'll mark this off. Not much of a gain. Good pursuit there defensively by the Tiger defense. That play was going nowhere and they'll mark it off, bring it back past midfield. They'll spot it down just across midfield. It'll be at the 49-yard line, now down to 337 in quarter number one. Bearcats, six, Tigers, nothing. Six to nothing. Carney Catholic has an early lead over the Adams Central Patriots. Nothing in on Hastings St. Cecilia and Freeman yet from Adams. Three and a half minutes to play, and now Hastings High jumps soft sides again. Tigers jumping off sides. The... Uh, the right end jumping the gun over here. That's going to draw a penalty. That's uh, Alex Schrock. Schrock jumping the gun. Five-yard penalty against Hastings. So now Scott's Bluff will have the ball back inside uh, Hastings territory. 47-yard line. It's a good thing I made that investment a couple of years ago. It's coming in handy tonight. Tell you what, that pencil sharpener has been around just about as long as you have. (laughs) And it's back for the 2017 season. I like it. It looks good on our our tabletop. First down and 15. Here's a Bruner. He's going to fake the ball and outrun it himself on a quarterback keeper as he takes the ball down to about the 42-yard line where he's tackled there by Schrock of uh, Hastings High. We'll give him a pickup of about, uh, what, three yards in a play. Third down. Or second down and 12 yards to go, it should be. During the three-minute mark here in the first quarter, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, the 2017 season opener. Good to be back. It just it just feels like football weather, doesn't it? It really does. It and it's exciting. It's it's ex- more exciting because we've still yet to try to figure out how many years you and I have been together. I uh, I know I hadn't had a marriage that lasted near as long as what you and I have been together. Second down and 12 yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 43 of Hastings. There's a wide receiver reverse play coming to the near side. The Tigers over here. They're going to smell it out and throw him for a loss. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. That's a Jacob Kroll, a 5-foot, 8-inch, 155-pound sophomore. Lined up as a wide receiver, and then he came back to the near side where he was decked there by Luke Wilkie, a senior defensive back for Hastings. Luke Wilkie gathered him up, but the shot was laid out there by Damon Pape. That kid come on last year and really played tremendously for Charlie in the in last year's season. Was able to gather up 66 tackles, second leading tackler on the team, and he put a big, big hit, but he's got to wrap up. You can't just knock him down by just hitting him here. And a big third down play here for Scott's left. Third down and 11. They fake the ball. Now Bruner is going to run it himself. Quarterback keeper, and he's going to be decked to the 36-yard line. He did not get there. Bruner had to take the ball to the 31. He was knocked down to the 36. So Scott's Bluff will be looking at a fourth down situation down here. 
going uh, with their win to their back here. With a minute and 42 seconds to play. I was just trying to total up in my mind uh, how many years some of those marriages last. And I think you're right. I think you and I have been together longer. In the, we, we have. Yeah. Yeah, we've been together a lot longer. A lot longer. There's no, And happily. <laughs> it's a fourth down. It's fourth down for the Cats. They've got the ball at the Hastings 35-yard line. It's going to be fourth and about three yards to go. Scott's Bluff uh, out of field goal range, so they're going to go for it here. Bruner with both ends inside. One lone set back behind him. Bruner calling the signals. He's got it. He hands the ball away, and now it's going to be blown dead. Timeout. A timeout is called there by Scott's Bluff. So the timeout is called Scott's by Scott's Bluff. Bluff. This timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, hey, you see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more after this. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 1230 KHAS. All right, following the uh, timeout, Scott's Bluff will be looking at a fourth down situation. Fourth down and about four yards to go. The ball is sitting between the 34 and 35-yard line. Bruner is up there with both ends in tight again. There's a, a handoff, a sweep to the right side, and he sneaks through. There. Now he busts loose, and he's into the open. He's going to take the ball all the way for a touchdown. Unbelievable. That's a Chris Busby again. The Tigers had him stop, Jimmy. Tigers had him stopped after about a two-yard gain, and somehow Busby got through there, and off to the races he went as he takes it the distance, 35 yards for the score. We got a uh, Bearcat down at about the 35-yard line. Not a lot of movement down there. That was right where kind of the mass of humanity was, where the handoff went off to. And I was just going to say the Tigers, boy, what a defensive stand they made because I thought they had Bugsby stacked up and wasn't going to get much yardage, and somehow... Now they're going to get the uh, the player up out of there, but somehow he gets through the mass of humanity, takes it 35 yards. That is the second touchdown scamper for Bugsby or Busby here tonight. He had one earlier at 65 yards, so now the Bearcats are out in front of the Tigers with just under a minute left to play here in the first quarter. It's Bearcats 12, Tigers nothing, and they will line up here and go for the uh, the point That's after. That's too bad because the Tigers, like you said, had him uh, line. Had him stopped, and I'm sure they were going to get the ball back. They were stopped short of the, uh, the first down stakes, but somehow Busby gets through there and takes it the distance for the score. There's the PAT. It is up there, and it one slides through the left upright. It is good. So the PAT is good. We'll take a break. 59 seconds to play here in the first quarter. It's now uh, Scott's Bluff 13, Hastings nothing. One local call does it all. In Hastings, one call to 402-463-1371 reaches Hastings Utilities, your municipally-owned not-for-profit utility system. If you have questions, comments, or need to report service difficulties, one local call really does do it all. No 800 numbers, no five-minute waits to talk to a real person. Accessible and accountable to its customers, that's Hastings Utilities. Hastings Utilities, a municipally-owned utility serving the community of Hastings and area customers, including Junietta, with reliable, dependable service. 1230 KHAS. 
51 yards. Busby with a 35-yard touchdown scamper for Scotts Bluff. Touchdown drive is brought to you by the area substance and alcohol abuse prevention. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. For more information, log on to asap-ne.org. Well, the Tigers, after the uh, majority of this first quarter, find themselves down 13 to nothing, have not done a whole lot offensively, Jimmy. Penalties have really been uh, the killer for Hastings High so far. Well, they've been for both teams. Eight penalties here tonight, four on each squad as uh, we'll get back to action here. Lauchs inside the 10. Yeah, Lauchs brings her back. He's back to the uh, 20-yard line to the 25, slips through there to the 27, still on his feet to the 30, 35-40, breaks outside, 45-50. Lauchs to the 45, to the 40, and drug down at the 39-yard line. You've got to tackle. You've got to tackle, my friend. Magnolino was the guy of Paris. Magnolino came downfield to finally chase down Connor Locks, but a great return. He brings the ball all the way down to the 38-yard line of Scott's Bluff. Well, and again, we talked about Locks. He's got 4-7 speed. I think he just got wore out trying to fight his way through that mass of humanity down there. We talked about Scott's Bluff, how the Tigers had the running back Busby stopped on this last drive, and that was the same way they had Locks stopped at about the 15-yard line. Somehow, the little guy gets loose, and takes it down the far sideline. we got a Bearcat down at the 40-yard line, but Lauk somehow gets away with a 52-yard return, gets it inside Bearcat territory at the 38-yard line. Just sure determination and fight. Connor Lauk never gives up on any play. That was an outstanding return. All right, checking in on Carney Catholic, Adam Central, 6 to nothing. Carney Catholic has got the lead in that ball game. It's over on ESPN 1550 KICS tonight. Donovan Trumbull is playing uh, Sutton tonight over on Classic Hits, 98-9 KKPR. There's no score between uh, those two teams. And we've got uh, Hastings St. Cecilia. They are playing tonight down in Adams, Nebraska, as they're taking on uh, Freeman. Haven't seen a score uh, pop up yet on that contest yet. Get an injured player over there at the 40-yard line of Scott's Bluff. We've had... Two or three guys are shaking up here in the, the first quarter so far. Well, and one thing you see early season, they've been practicing for a, a couple of weeks and, uh, you know, conditioning most of the summer. But, again, you get into a game-type situation, you see a lot of cramping, you see some dehydration. These coaches try to try to hydrate their players as much as they can. But we see that year in and year out, first couple of games, they're warm. You're down on there, although now the field is uh, pretty much shaded with the uh, the press box facility here with the sun setting in the uh, the West, but uh, you, you tend to see a lot of cramping and, and dehydration, but they did get the player up. He went off on his own uh, cognizance of the Tigers with the football at the 38-yard line. That's the guy who made the stop, Magnolino, as he is uh, shaking up. He's off of the field now as the Tigers run the possession as they get it across the 35, down to about the 34-yard line. That was a Tate Pfeiffer. The tackle is made in there by Graham Robbins, the linebacker for the Cats. And if you haven't noticed, we got a uh, quarterback in there Connor Lauk, she said he was going to take some snaps. He took the snap there, made the handoff to Pfeiffer. He picks up four yards right up the middle of that uh, Bearcat defense. Going to bring up second down and about six. So now Connor in there in his uh, last possession of the first quarter. He fakes the ball, runs it himself to about the 30, down to the uh, 29-yard line. So Alex more of a thrower. Connor's going to be more of the, uh, the runner, but you're going to see those guys probably split time at quarterback all season long, and why not? I think uh, Connor brings a, kind of a different element to the offense when he's running the thing out there. That's going to be the end of the first quarter as time expires here in the first. 
We'll take a break to score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over Hastings at Scott's Bluff 13. Hastings I nothing. You're listening to high school football on 1230 KHAS. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. 1230 KHAS. All right, he's going to start the uh, second quarter. Second, actually, third down. It should be third down and two yards to go. Ball is at the uh, 30 yard line. Here's uh, Lauk's quarterback keeper around the left end across the 30. He's got the first down across the 25 down to the 23 yard line. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down for the Tigers. That is the fifth first down of the night for the Tigers, and Connor Lauk's in there at quarterback with a nice run there. Good to see the uh, food cupboard back on board. They bring you the stats each and every game. They are located in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street. Shop the food cupboard and save big today. I will get to those numbers right after this play. Hastings very quick to the line of scrimmage. First down and 10 from the 23. Longs again. Quarterback keeper around the right end. He's hit once. He's hit twice. And down he goes. Tackle is made over there by Scott Bluff's uh, Graham Robbins as he brings him down to one-yard gain. For Hastings high there in that first quarter. 60 yards of total offense on 17 offensive plays. Four first downs for the Tigers. Uh, Tate Pfeiffer leading the way with uh, six carries, 39 yards. And Connor Lauks with four carries and 19 yards. For Scott Bluff. They've only run seven offensive plays. They've put 110 yards on the books and two touchdowns. Their leading uh, guy is uh, Chris Busby. He's got two carries, two touchdowns for an even 100 yards. Here's a Lounge going to hand the ball away. This time they're going to bring it to the left side. Penalty flag goes down as our ball carrier goes down. We'll check out the infraction. The ball carried there by Hastings. They got a new man in there. Al Damon Pape is running the ball on the offensive side. Again, penalty flag is down. And it's going to be on Hastings High. So Pape slid through there on kind of a, a reverse coming back to this near side. But a penalty flag is down. Boy, the Tigers being hit by penalties so far in this ball game. Well, again, both teams. Uh, first game jitters, you could say. But Hastings High now with five penalties on the night. And Scott's Bluff with four. Again, we talk about the... Uh, the plays run in that first quarter, 17 for Hastings High, only seven for Scott's Bluff, but they've struck on a couple of big plays, a 65-yard touchdown run, also a 35-yard touchdown run. The ball pushed back to the 33-yard line here for Laux and the Tigers. They fake it to Pape, but now Laux is going to run it himself. He's across the 35, down at the 30, fighting across the 30, down here on the near sideline, right in front of the Tiger bench. He's brought down at about the 29-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Sebastian Harsh again. The defensive end here on this side. So Lounge picks up a couple of yards, but now the Tigers looking at a third down and long. Hastings working from our right to our left here in this second quarter of play south and north of the Osborne Sports Complex. And now we got another 
player down. That's definitely a cramping problem over there. The guy was uh, running off the field and in the uh, fell to the turf here at about the 24-yard line. Let get him up immediately as he fell down over there for uh, Scott's bluff. That was Sebastian Harsh, the guy who made the stop there for uh, the Cats. The Eastingside trainer is going to take the opportunity here to come out and uh, bring some water. And you see that a lot here, especially earlier in the season. They call the timeout. This is an injury timeout as they get Harsh off the field there on the far sideline. Hastings dressed in their uh, gray football pants again here at home with their uh, black and orange tops and their uh, gray football helmets. They kind of went to this color scheme a couple of years ago. I was going to say, yeah, last year or the year before, they went to the uh, added a lot of gray to their to their attire. Third down here for Hastings. Third down and 17 yards to go. Lounks again, quarterback keeper, and he's going to be stopped short. Had a long way to go, and he brings the ball inside to 30, down to... About the 27-yard line. Tackle is made in there by number 12, Jacob Kroll. You had a lot of help there for the Cats. Lounge has stopped short of a first down, but now Hastings stuck in no man's land here. Fourth down at about 13 yards to go. The ball is down here at the Scotts Bluff 27-yard line. Well, you're out of field goal range, and, and you're down 13 to nothing. You might as well try to line up and uh, can have a couple of wide receivers to the left, one out to the right side for Lauchs. Going to be in the pistol set. All right, Lox backs up. He's got time. Surveys, throws it across wow. the middle. It's going to be Cotton in his deck. Across the middle. Leaping for the ball. Did he hang on to it? I think he did, but it's going to be uh, short of a first down. Big time hit there as uh, Lox goes across the middle to uh, Pfeiffer. And Pfeiffer was really ducked in the play. That's Sebastian Harsh who got back into the ball game. So now uh, Hastings will be looking at a fourth down situation. I think that was Kevin Gonzalez. Can't tell. He's got his arms wrapped around. He took that shot right in the brisket, right in the midsection. That was a big-time hit. I think you're right. About a six-yard gain. That's a Gonzalez. Kevin Gonzalez, number 28 instead of 29. So that's a first down situation. First down and 10 for Scott's Bluff. Hastings unable to convert on the... uh, a fourth down there. Scott's Bluff keeps the ball on the ground. Gonzalez comes over and gets uh, some medical attention here on the sideline as he was popped pretty good. Connor Lauchs threw that a little high, Jimmy, and he had to leave his feet to uh, go up and get it, and boy, he was stuck. Well, he still hasn't got his air to come over and tell Connor, don't throw that ball that high in the middle of the field. You just leave your receiver out there, and boy, that's one of them shots across the middle as a defensive back you dream about, but as a uh, receiver, you don't like to have happen, and uh, He's going to be all right. He's over there on the sidelines <laughs> chugging down some water here. But uh, after a one-yard gain by Scott's Bluff, going to bring up second down and nine here. 8.27 left to go to half. It's still Bearcats out in front of the Tigers, 13-0. Bruner hands the ball away again. Here's a sweep to the right side across the 25 out to the 28-yard line. The Olos carrying the ball there. The uh, sophomore running back for uh, Scott's Bluff. Tackle is made in there by uh, Connor Lounce in on the stop. Connor Lounge playing at both sides of the ball here for Hastings High. That was a pickup there of a couple of yards, and it's third down and five yards to go. Eight minutes to play here in the first half with the Osborne Sports Complex tonight. Season opener for 2017. Scott's Bluff, a couple of long runs here in the first half so far. 65 yards and 35 yards. 13 to nothing is the score. Cats with the lead. Here's Bruner. He's got the ball. Hands it away again, and he's tripped up in the backfield. Busby. Getting the call there, and he is a tripped up on the play. That's a Connor Lonks again in there for Hastings High to uh, trip him up. 
Only a yard or so gain. As you bring up a third down situation. Yeah, penalty. Now, now Hastings has got to do something uh, defensively here, Jimmy. they got to maybe hold here on third down. They'd have to punt against the win. They might get good field position. Well, and the penalty is going to go on Scott's Bluff. That gives them five, as well as Hastings High with five. That's a and lot of penalties gonna, for the opener. Yeah, a lot, uh, ten penalties between both teams. We'll see uh, Scott's Bluff bring out their... Uh, their punt team. I didn't know whether they'd try to go for it that uh, deep in their own territory. Scott's Bluff, by the way, does not have a first down in the ball game. Like they've scored on two big rushing plays, but Hastings is just them two big plays, and, and you give up the score. They've really played halfway decent defensively, but again, you've got to you've got to come up with some plays, and they have not been able to. Scott's Bluff will be forced to punt. This is their first one of the night. It'll be Lauks, one of the return men. I can't get another number here on the other guy. Warwick is the other guy back here, and here's a Gary's kick. It's not very good. It goes out of bounds. That was Cameron Gary, the uh, punter there for uh, Scott's Bluff. Got to shanked it off of the right side of his foot, right into the Tiger bunch. Now the officials got to run up here, and they're going to spot the football inside Scott's Bluff territory. So they're going to put it down here at the 47. Second time tonight that Hastings has started at the 50-yard line or better here. Now we'll see if the Tigers can put some points on the scoreboard. Well, and just about a 20-yard punt, you've got to take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you. Hastings had an opportunity with the fumble back in the first quarter. Couldn't do anything with it. Now they've got the football on the bad punt inside Scottsbluff territory. It's at the 47-yard line, 7-17 left to go till half. Check the quarterback situation. That's Savota back in there at quarterback. Alex Savota, the junior. Going to hand the ball away to Pape inside handoff as he takes the ball for a yard where he is brought down right there. So Damon Pape carries the ball for about a yard as he takes it down to about the uh, 47-yard line. He's brought down there by the interior. That's a Garrett Nelson for Scott's Bluff. He's the Nebraska recruit. Plays a tight end and also a defensive end. He's six foot three, 245 pounds. A Nebraska recruit for head coach uh, Mike Riley. There's a throw over here to uh, Warwick. He grabs the ball, tries to spin away as he takes it to the 40 to the 39 yard line. Paul Panduro entered the stop there for uh, Scott's Bluff. Panduro, a senior linebacker for the Cats. And now he's inside looking at a third down and short situation. Third down and three yards to go. Six and a half to play here in the second quarter. And again, we've got a uh, player down, another uh, cramp, this one for Hastings High. <laughs> no, he's trying to get his shoe tied, I think. Yeah, he's down there making some... Uh... All right, now he's ready to go. Now he's ready to go. You talk about Garrett Nelson. He was down there for that Friday night lights, really impressed the uh, coaching staff. And uh, he's in line to get some sprinkles too, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll be, he's just a junior, so it'll be a couple of years, couple before, of years he, yeah. before he gets the sprinkles from the uh, head coaching staff. These uh, Huskers got all kinds of stuff, free concert tickets, and got everything going. Mike Riley, he's excited. He's ready to go. Third down, three yards to go here for Hastings High. They've got the ball down here at the Scotts Bluff 40-yard line. Hand off to Pape, and he's going to be hit. Now he tries to slide away, and down he goes. Had a lot of penetration there as he slid away from the first would-be tackler there. It was uh, Paul Duro. But then the paper is brought down. A loss in the play as he tried to spin away from things as he's drugged down here at the 43-yard line. Going to bring up a fourth down situation now. Fourth down and six yards to go. Swoboda stays out there with his offensive unit. Wide receiver splits out wide to the right side. That's Quentin Sinek. Two wide receivers, Warwick and Louts, will split out to the left. Here's Swoboda wants to throw. He's under pressure. Holds it, holds it, holds it. Now throws it, and it's going to be incomplete. 
Incomplete here on the near sideline. The ball is uh, knocked down there at the last second by Sebastian Harsh again. Boy, he's been all over the field here for Scott's Bluff. Sebastian Harsh is six foot one, 195-pound junior. Knocks that ball away. So he sees I cannot convert, and Scott's Bluff will have the ball at the 43-yard line. So twice Hastings has started with the ball in positive territory, and they have squandered both opportunities. When you look downfield, three receivers out running routes. He elects to go to Warwick, which uh, drew double coverage over here in front of the Tiger bench. You look at the other two on the far side of the field. we got a chopper coming in over top here. Wow, what is that? That's uh, That might be a med-type. med type med medvac uh, coming into Mary Landing, but uh, both receivers covered up down there and just a uh, not a lot of protection there for Savota. He had to just try to jam that in there, and the Tigers squander away another opportunity. Man comes in motion. They pick the ball to him. Bruner wants to throw. Rolls left. He's under pressure. Bruner is hit, and down he goes. Over there for the Hastings High Tigers. That's uh, McLean Witty. Witty, 5'11", 195-pound junior, chases down uh, Bruner. That was a loss of about a half a yard in the play. The ball brought back between the 42 and 43-yard line. 5-16 to play here in the second quarter. 13 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Adam Central has scored in Carney, and the Patriots are hanging right with Carney Catholic, the fifth-ranked team in Class C1. It's 6-6. to Adam Central and Carney Catholic playing tonight over on ESPN 1550 KICS. Inside handoff across the 50, fighting for some running room to the 49-yard line. That's uh, Josiah... The Olos carrying the ball there for uh, Scott's Bluff. Picks up about, uh, what, seven yards in the play, and now the Cats looking at a third down situation, third down and three yards to go. Projected scores uh, coming up at halftime here tonight on the Tice Auto Care Halftime Show on 12:30 KHS. Both scores here in this ball game occurred in the first quarter. Scott's Bluff has got the ball right now in Tiger territory at the 49-yard line, working to our right, the end zone to the south here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Third down, two yards to go from the 49. Man comes in motion again for Scott's Bluff and a penalty flag. They blow this baby dead. A penalty flag is down. Delay. Jacob Kroll was the guy who was coming in motion, but they took too long. It's going to cost him five yards. And boy, for Scott's Bluff, what is that? That's six and five for Hastings. That's 11. We've almost got more penalties than we do points on the scoreboard. Uh, so instead of a... Third and two. It's going to bring up a third and seven. The ball brought back into Scott's Bluff territory. Back here at the 46-yard line. Cats back to the line of scrimmage. Tiger fans below us get into the ball game here on third down and seven yards to go. Wide receivers all over the place. They fake the ball. Now they hand it away here on the sweep across the 50-yard line inside Tiger territory. Dancing to the 46 to the 45 down to the 44-yard line. Carrying the ball there was a Chris Busby again. Busby has uh, checked loose a couple of times for long scoring runs. That time the Tigers right there defensively. That was uh, Wilkie, I think, up there to uh, make the stop for Hastings High. It's going to be enough for a first down, though. First down and 10 yards to go from the 45-yard line. Well, if you're in the stands and you're waiting to release those balloons on the far side for the first first down, you can release them. That is the first first down of the night for Scott's Bluff. It comes at the 3.30 mark in the second quarter. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Here's a handoff again to Deolus. And now we got a penalty flag down as Deolus goes down at the 45-yard line. So no gain. Uh, Jimmy's right. A uh, holding call here. 
There's going to be a whistle on Scott's Bluff. Another penalty on the Cats. That's seven now. Seven if you're keeping track at home. Seven penalties on Scott's Bluff. Five on to the Tigers. Not much of a gain there by Scott's Bluff. We see the one guy that's really caused us a lot of problem, that uh, Busby kid. He's got three carries, 119 yards, two touchdowns. It's pretty good, pretty good output, pretty good average in your first uh, ball game. They bring the football back inside Bearcat territory down at the 45-yard line. So now Scott's Bluff will be looking at a first and 21, 314 and counting here. Again, Tigers trail 13 nothing. All right, Bruner in the backfield. He's got Yolis just to his left back there. They take the ball to him. Bruner wants to throw the football. He does. It's going to be caught here at the 48-yard line, spinning away at the 50 on his feet inside Tiger territory to the 46 and out of bounds. The reception is made there by Jeremiah Delzer. He's the tight end, six foot, 180-pound junior for the Cats. So after the holding call, they get uh, most of that yardage back. Second down and 12 yards to go. The ball is now inside Tiger territory down here at the 47-yard line. Well, and you look at Hastings, they've had as many as eight, nine, ten guys in the box. And look at how tight the splits are. They're almost shoe-to-shoe down there for Scott's Bluff. It makes it tough, but Bruner connects on his first pass. It's good for nine. Second down and about 12 for the Bearcats. Here's a handoff to Busby. That time the Tigers right there defensively, and they knocked him down back here at the 47-yard line. A loss in the play. A great job by uh, Hastings High getting through there that time. Tackle is made in there by the defensive end for Hastings High. Jack Chardelow in on the stop there. He comes busting through there and brings Busby down for a loss all the way back to the 47-yard line of Scott's Bluff. So now the Cats looking at a third down play. Boy, Hastings needed a big play defensively to get it right there. Jack Chardelow, a 5'11", 190-pound junior. Clock is running. We're down to two minutes and 18 seconds to play. Lights come on for the first time here. Fall of uh, 2017. And now uh, Scott's Bluff is going to call a timeout. This timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more after this. In the fall, sports vary like autumn leagues. Football, volleyball, softball, cross country, boys tennis, girls golf, and TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney remains the go-to place for equipment and apparel. After all, the equipment combined with practice and effort equals championship play. Get the equipment, get the apparel, get the win. At TM Sporting Goods on the bricks in downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods is a division of protein design. 1230 KHAS. Sutton has scored first in their ball game with Donovan Trumbull. Goodwood Bruin there over at Sutton. Eight to nothing is the score. Connie Catholic leading Adams Central now 12 to six there in the second quarter. No score yet between uh, Hastings St. Cecilia and Freeman, or at least a no score being reported in on our official scoreboard. Here's a uh, Bruner. He wants to throw, rolls right, unloads, and is through the fingertips of his intended receiver down here. At the Hastings High 45-yard line. The intended receiver for Scott's Bluff was uh, Jeremiah Delzer, but I think he heard uh, Damon Pape right behind him, and he kind of shorthanded that one and goes zipping right on by. Yeah, a couple Tigers there. Pape right on his back and uh, was able to, to get a hand on him. Knocked the ball loose. Only one pass completion tonight for, uh, for Bruner. That's not a shock. Only three pass attempts. That's more than I thought they would throw the football here in the first half. It's primarily a a smash-mouth football team. They've done the job here in the uh, first 
half of action. Scott Swope now will punt away for the second time. High snap, but he's going to get it off. Much better kick this time. That's a Warwick looking up. He's going to grab it. He does. Farron catch at the 15-yard line. So he sees around the ball. Two minutes and two seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, 13 to nothing is the score. If you're just joining us, welcome to the 2017 football season. Scott's Bluff has scored on a 65-yard run and a 35-yard run, both of those in the first quarter, both by the same guy, Chris Busby. That's a 13 to nothing ball game. Scott's Bluff is out on top of the Hastings High Tigers tonight. Now we'll see what Hastings High elects to do here. Well, if you're the Tigers, you want to be careful. You don't want to give a, a stupid turnover away here deep in your own territory. They're going to keep the ball on the ground across the uh, 15 out to about the 18-yard line. I think Charlie's thinking the same way you are here. Don't make a stupid mistake and go down by three scores. That's a running play there to Pfeiffer carrying the ball. The tackle is made in there again by Sebastian Harsh for Scott's bluff. Give Pfeiffer a pickup of about four on the play. Second down, six yards to go. We're down to a minute and 38 seconds to play here in the second quarter. There's another pass by Swoboda. It's going to be caught here by Lauchs, and Lauchs is going to be hitting down. He goes here at about the 18-yard line. That's Sebastian Harsh again. Wow, how many tackles does that guy have here tonight? Sebastian Harsh has been all over the place. He's got eight tackles already here in the first half of play. Sebastian Harsh is six foot one, 195-pound junior for Scott's Bluff. Tigers now looking at third down and seven. That was a loss. A couple of yards on the play. Well, yeah, I, I thought it was, but they actually going to give him, uh, they moved the sticks to the to the north just slightly. So we'll give uh, Laux a, a positive gain there, but it's going to bring up third down and seven, ball in the 19. All right, here's a uh, running play here, and that's uh, going to go nowhere as Pfeiffer gets the call, and guess who's on his back again? What is going on with Sebastian Harsh? He's coming in untouched. He's playing outside linebacker on this uh, near side. And I watched that play there. There was not a Tiger get a hand on him. That was a one-yard gain by Pfeiffer, but it's going to bring up fourth down. And the clock is inside a minute here, stopped with 47 seconds left. you got to be careful on this. Scott Swift may set up and try to block this one. Yeah, we were told by the uh, coaching staff of Scott's Bluff that there was a couple of guys better than the Husker recruit, Garrett Nelson. I think uh, he was referring to Sebastian Harsh. I'm pretty uh, pretty impressed with what he has got done here in the first half. Yeah, he's just a junior as well, 6'1", 195, good frame. But, uh, yeah, he's got some speed, and, boy, defensively he has been all over the field. Both teams huddle here again. we got 47 seconds left to go here in the, the first half. It's still the Bearcats 13, Tigers nothing. But we've got a... Uh, this is a quick timeout here. Obviously, punting situation here. For Hastings High. Scott's Bluff, uh, they called a timeout to, to save some time. Going to have Bruner for Scott's Bluff drop back deep. He's going to be out around the midfield stripe. This is going to be Cynic back to a punt. His last one was about 32 yards. Line of scrimmage here is the uh, 19-yard line. Cynic stands here. They're going to come after him. He gets it away. It's a wobbly kick. He's going to bounce to the 45. Takes a Hastings bounce. 45 of Scott's Bluff, wow. 40, 35, down around the 30, and it goes out of bounds. Got the job done. The line of scrimmage was the 19. That's going to go out of bounds here at the Scott's Bluff 31 with no return out of the Cats. And now with 37 seconds to play here in the second quarter, Scott's Bluff will get the ball back with a 13 to nothing lead. Well, that was just, just what the doctor ordered. I figured Scott's Bluff was going to try to put a little pressure on there. You're down in your own territory. Try to come up with a big mistake or a turnover by the Tigers, but nearly a 50-yard punt. There for Hastings High, and uh, Scott Swift now has the ball 
at their own 31-yard line with just 37 seconds left to go in the half. Now we'll see what Scott's bluff wants to do here. Again, they've had two big. Now they're going to have a penalty marched off against uh, Scott's bluff. A five-yard penalty back here to the 26-yard line. Delay of Jeez. game against uh, Scott's Bluff. How does that happen? A substitution. <laughs> uh, I didn't think that was a delay of game. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you get a delay of game on an official's timeout? That yeah, was an illegal substitution there for five yards. So now he's going to bring up a first and ten with the ball a push back here. And here's uh, an inside handoff. That's going to go for a yard, maybe two. And that might be all she wrote here for the uh, first half of play. It looked like Scott's Bluff is uh, too anxious to, to re-huddle here. That was big Garrett Nelson in there. The got him listed at tight end defensive end. They got him running, running back. He takes her up the middle like a snowplow, a couple of yards. But they're going to let the uh, clock run down here. We're going to be inside 10 seconds. Yeah, they just want you to uh, get to the zero mark here. And that'll be the end of the first half here at the Osborne Sports Complex. And that's going to be the case. First half comes to an end. Hastings High Tigers giving up two big plays there in the first half, but they're going toe-to-toe with one of the top teams in uh, Class B here in the preseason polls. Scott's Bluff has got the lead at the break. It's Scott's Bluff 13, Hastings nothing. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHS. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor. And so I went to be a PA. And one night called her, said I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals for nightly specials and enjoy great food, friendly service, and the best atmosphere. Stop in before or after the game. Every Thursday night is pizza night. Or Friday is surf and turf. A juicy New York steak served with hand-breaded shrimp. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East at Hastings. Best of luck, teams. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Tice Auto Care. Tice Auto Care is your full-service total car service center. Everything from tune-ups to complete overhauls. With over 40 years in business, you can trust that Mike and the pros at Tice Auto Care can keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. Tice Auto Care, located at 3rd and Denver in Hastings. Uh, Jimmy Purcell. We're back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. 13 to nothing is the score. The Hastings High Tigers are trailing. The Scott's Bluff Bearcats here tonight. Two long running plays for Scott's Bluff. Tell you what, take those two plays away, and Hastings High is uh, getting the job done. A little bit more offense out of the, uh, the Tigers, and they might have a shot at things here. They had the ball twice inside the uh, 
50-yard line starting drives, and either time they got points on the scoreboard, but the Tigers going to toe-to-toe with, uh, I think, a pretty good football team in Scott's Bluff. Well, they are, exactly. You know, you've been beating on each other for a couple of weeks now, and you're just uh, anxious to get out here and have a real game, hit somebody different, and both teams are looking at that, and you can tell that both teams are sloppy and sluggish. We've had uh, 13 penalties between the two teams, eight for Scott's Bluff, five for Hastings High, but uh, as a head coach, the first thing you want to talk about and preach, you can't give up the big plays, and that's what Hastings has done. If they wouldn't have given up the two long runs, they're deadlocked. They have not pushed the ball downfield much offensively, but they have been able to uh, to keep Scott's Bluff pretty much in check other than the two long plays, and that's that's uh, part of football, but again, they give up the 65-yard run and the 35-yard touchdown run. Scott's Bluff has only run 16 offensive plays in this first half of action, so the Tigers have done a great job getting them off the field, and the Tigers have run 29 plays. We just haven't been able to come up with that big play. We've seen Connor Laux in there a few uh, series is at quarterback. I like his stuff in there. You like to get the football in his hands, but uh, it's just been tough going. It's a, a definite size mismatch here in this ball game. Scott's Bluff is a much bigger team, but Hastings High, they've played them tough so far. Hastings had a chance to put some points on the board. Uh, scoreboard. He threw the interception down here on the near side, down here at about the 15-yard line. Hastings unable to uh, put points on the board, but again, only a 13 to nothing score here at halftime as the Tigers... And the uh, Bearcats go at it here tonight. Yeah, we got all the scores coming up. We'll check those at halftime. We've got some halftime numbers. We'll check, get you the scoring, and a whole lot more. You're listening to the Tice Auto Care Halftime Show here tonight. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back. You're listening to high school football tonight on 1230 KHAS. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Another example of how Food Cupboard Discount Store helps their customers. Like Eileen Nelson, a homeschool mom from Trumbull, retain their freedom. The Food Cupboard, to give us the freedom to invest in one of our favorite hobbies, beekeeping. It was because we have saved so much money at the Food Cupboard that we were able to do that. Food Cupboard, helping families exercise their freedom. Located on South Locust Street in Grand Island and Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. You gotta try this place and I guarantee you won't get stung. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hey, welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. Again, all the scoring in the uh, first quarter. Chris Busby got loose for his 65-yard touchdown with 7 minutes and 43 seconds to play. Point after touchdown was no good. 6 to nothing. Scott's Bluff had the lead, and then just before halftime, Busby again got loose on a 35-yard scamper. One after touchdown this time was good. 59 seconds to play in the first. It was 13 to nothing. That's the we stand still here at halftime. 13 to nothing as Scott's Bluff has got to lead over the Hastings High Tigers. Well, if you heard the cheering in the background, I'm going to get you down there and have a dance-off. Did that guy have some moves or he what? He had some moves, but I'm going to have to get you down there. They Here's Johnny. That's all his uh, back of his shirt says. We're going to get you down there and have you dance with Johnny. He could 
Boy, he had some moves I've never seen before. Yeah, he was flipping and uh, wow. spinning all kinds of stuff out there. Jeez, crazy stuff here. But uh, halftime stats brought to you again by the food cupboard in Hastings. We're working through things. We've got to turn over. We've got so many spots on here, we just don't even know what to do. They're brought to you by the Food Cupboard again in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health, and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street. Shop the Food Cupboard and save big today. For the Scotts Bluff Bearcats in that first half, Noah Bruner has only thrown three passes. That's not a, a shock. We knew coming in it was going to be a, a ground-and-pound attack by the Bearcats. He's thrown three passes, completed one to his big tight end for nine yards. They've rushed the football 13 times for 128 yards. But 110 of those yards come on two big touchdown runs that the Tiger defense give up. So 13 carries, 128 in that first half of action, 137 of total offense. But just one first down for Scott's Bluff there in that first half. Individual leaders, again, Bruner has thrown it once for just nine yards. He's run it four times for seven yards. But the big guy, Chris Busby, has carried the football four times for 114 yards and two touchdowns. Both of those coming in the first quarter at 65 yards and 35 yards, respectively. And again, eight penalties thrown against the Bearcats in that first half of action. For the Tigers, they have had a couple of quarterbacks go. Uh, Connor Laux and also Alex Sabota. Sabota's thrown all the passes in this uh, ball game. Actually, uh, Laux has thrown one. But the two quarterbacks have combined 50%, 5 of 10 passing, 27 yards. The Tigers have rushed it 19 times for 59 yards. So a total of 86 yards on 29 offensive plays in the first half. The Tigers with five first downs. They had four in the first quarter and just one here in the second quarter. Again, the Tigers with five penalties in the ball game. Individual leaders for the Tigers here in this uh, first half of action. It is Tate Pfeiffer with seven carries. Tate's with 42 yards in the ballgame. Connor Laux has uh, got several carries as well. Connor with eight carries and 30 yards. Damon Pape with three carries and nine yards in the ballgame when he's uh, relieved Tate Pfeiffer out there. But again, the Tigers just with uh, giving up a couple of big plays defensively. They're still in this ball game. This is a good ball club. Again, Bob Jensen from uh, Huskerland Prep, he had them rated up there, I believe, as high as like fifth or sixth. So this is a good ball club, and uh, Tigers hanging in this at 13-0. Again, the uh, halftime stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard on the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street. Shop the Food Cupboard and save big today. All right, halftime, 13 to nothing to score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. You're listening to the Tyson Care Halftime Show. We'll have more right after this. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. At Nationwide, our agents go above and beyond to understand and protect what matters most to you. Our local Nationwide agents are a part of our member-driven community, where serving members' needs is our priority. Call Nationwide Agent Insurance Plus Financial Services in Hastings and Fairfield, 402-461-4465. Nationwide is on your side. Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates, Columbus, Ohio, subject to underwriting guidelines, review, and approval. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
All right, 13 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff out on top of Hastings High. Season opener for 2017. We'll get you a scoreboard update. Brought to you by Furniture Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any Beautyrest mattress purchase. Get more than what you would expect when you shop Furniture Direct just south of the Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. So 13 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead over the uh, Hastings High Tigers. Also in action tonight, we've got Adam Central and Carney Catholic, and the Stars out on top of the Patriots now by a score of 18 to 6. We are efforting the score on Hastings St. Cecilia and uh, Freeman tonight down in Adams. They're playing uh, down that way so far. Uh, no score has been reported. We got some uh, other scores we'll get to on this uh, Furniture Direct halftime scoreboard show in Class A. Grand Island in Kearney playing tonight in Kearney. The Bearcats and the Islanders are tied up at 13 points apiece at halftime. In the second quarter, no score between Holdridge and Gothenburg. Also in the second quarter, it is uh, number four, York, and number one ranked Elkhorn South. They are tied up at 14 points apiece. Get Hastings trailing Scott's Bluff here 13 to nothing at halftime. Also at halftime, it's third-ranked McCook, 14, and 10th-ranked Aurora, 8. In the first quarter, Sydney is leading Lexington by a score of 7 to nothing. And in the first quarter, it's Grand Island Northwest, nothing, and Gearing, nothing. Class C, one score so far. In the second quarter, O'Neill, ranked number 3, all over Grand Island Central Catholic to score at halftime. Actually, not yet at halftime. It's late in the second quarter. It's 28 to nothing. O'Neill has got the lead over Grand Island Central Catholic. Carney Catholic has now got a 20 to 6 lead over Adams Central. They're in the second quarter. In the first quarter, it's Fairbury, ranked number nine in Class C1, leading David City by a score of 47 to nothing. That is in the second quarter. Boone Central, Newman Grove, ranked number seven with a 14-7 lead over Pierce. Other scores at halftime, we see Kozad is out on top of Chase County by the score of 13 to nothing. Last night in Class C1, Centura took care of Kimball, 28 to nothing. Scores in Classes C2 that we have them so far. In the second quarter, it's St. Paul, ranked number seven, leading Wood River by a score of 33 to nothing. Jeff Ashby, the former head coach for Giltner, is now the head coach at Wood River. And so far, he hasn't figured out what to do with those other three guys. <laughs> right now, he's trailing St. Paul 33 to nothing during the second quarter. Also in the second quarter, Gibbon has hit a two-run homer. And they've got a two-to-nothing lead over Hershey in period number two. The rest of these scores are all halftime. North Platte St. Pat's leading Arcadia Loop City by a score of 22-8. to eight. Bridgeport out on top of Southern Valley by a score of 18 to nothing. Sutton has got a halftime lead over Donovan Trumbull, 8 to nothing. Evidently, officials over there keeping that ball game close. Sutton, 8, and Donovan Trumbull, nothing. I say that because I know the crew that's uh, working over there tonight. And uh, Centennial, ranked number four, has uh, got the lead over Central City at halftime by a score of 14 to nothing. Again, we're still efforting the Hastings St. Cecilia. Freeman score from uh, Adams tonight. Class D1, some scores uh, to report. Guardian Angels Central Catholic 
is leading Nebraska Christian at halftime by a score of 14 to 6. Bertrand with a second quarter lead over Amherst. It is 14 to nothing. Superior in Tri-County playing tonight. Jimmy Superior Wildcats. And uh, right now in the second quarter, Tri-County has got the lead over the Cats by the score of 6 to nothing. And in Class D2, here's what we have so far. In the second quarter, Ansley Litchfield, 16. And Selma Myrna, 8. In the second quarter, Pleasanton over Shelton, 14 to nothing. In the first quarter, Blue Hill, 23. And Meridian, nothing. Giltner over there at Blue Hill is going to have a good football team this year. They got just about everybody back from a year ago. And uh, they're off and rolling, 23 to nothing. Blue Hill has got the lead. Giltner, with their brand-new head coach, has got a 20-6 to lead over Exeter Milligan in the second quarter. Eustace Farnham is rolling Sumner-Eddyville-Muller in the second quarter by a score of 24 to nothing. As some games uh, played last night, it was Fullerton over Central Valley, 54-18. to Twin Loop beat Sandhills-Stenford last night by a score of 40 to nothing. And Arapahoe was uh, beaten Axtell tonight by a score of 44 to nothing. A six-man game played yesterday. Heartland Lutheran beat Santee by a score of 80 to six. It was 64 to nothing at halftime last night. And Heartland Lutheran goes on to win by a score of 80 to six over Santee. Well, you talk about that officiating crew. They must be in tremendous shape because they did that game yesterday, and they're over in. Uh... Setting tonight doing the Donovan Trumbull game. So uh, kudos well, for them, yeah. Yeah, boy. Big weekend for the for the crew. All right, we're at halftime here. It's a 13 to nothing as Scott's Bluff has got the lead over the Houston Side Tigers. Your scoreboard update is brought to you by Furniture Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, set up and removal on any beauty rest mattress purchase. Get more than what you would expect when you shop Furniture Direct. Just south of the Sonic Drive In at Hastings. And online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 13 to nothing. Scott's Bluff with the lead. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHAS. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Pat's Auto Repair and Towing for a back-to-school checkup. Before you send the kiddos off to school, be sure your vehicle has good wipers, hoses, brakes, belts, and all the parts necessary for safe driving. The Pat's Auto Repair team are ASE certified technicians and will make sure your vehicle is ready for all the back-to-school activities. Call Pat's today to schedule your appointment at 402-463-9607 or stop by 305 South Denver in Hastings. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Coming up after the uh, game tonight, we'll have all the scores on the Friday night football scoreboard show. Brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning of Hastings and by Rivals. We'll have all the scores across the state of Nebraska, some reports from some of the area games. All coming up following our game tonight from the Osborne Sports Complex. 
And tomorrow morning, we'll start our open house on sports program for another season. We'll have that beginning at 10.06 tomorrow. That's going to be brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Russ Heating and Air Conditioning, and by Rivals. We'll talk to all the area coaches tomorrow morning. I also going to be talking a little baseball as Brian Frew, the brand-new owner and the general manager and the head coach and uh, just about everything else, might be driving the bus to uh, the Hastings uh, Expedition League. He's going to be joining us on the show tomorrow as well as uh, any of the football coaches from around the area. So that's all coming up. Hastings College will start their season tomorrow up in North Dakota at Jamestown of North Dakota. We'll have a radio coverage tomorrow because of our duties here. And uh, we'll catch up with the Broncos beginning uh, next week when they play down at Southwestern of Kansas in the KCAC GPAC Challenge. So they schedule us in here, and without a uh, chopper or some sort of a lured jet, uh, we were unable to get to uh, Jamestown of North Dakota, which the team left this morning, I understand it, 4 a.m. to uh, get up to uh, Jamestown. That's a, a school that we'll be seeing in the GPAC for uh, years to come. Hastings playing a, actually a non-conference game with the Jimmies tomorrow. But uh, beginning next year, they'll be in the conference, and we'll get to go up there uh, a couple of times throughout the season. But somehow we avoided things. Well, sometimes how we avoided the uh, trip here. Uh, you know, it was very beautiful up there last year when we went up to Valley City State. I think that uh, Jamestown is west of Valley City. Yep. A couple of hours, which would add a couple more onto that seven-hour trip. I think it was close to nine, the coach told me. Yeah, like nine, uh, nine fifteen. But uh, we're we're not gonna. Going to be there to see Harp and the, the Broncos get off to a start, but uh, we'll be covering them the remainder of the year. I want to, that uh, coach's show in the morning, do you have a big enough coffee pot out there? You, you got to think things through. Am I going to have to be the beverage engineer on this deal? I know there will be donuts. There'll be, we'll have some sort of snacks for tomorrow morning. So I want to make sure that plenty of coffee. Yeah, need some coffee. Need some coffee. Some of these coaches are going to be up all night reviewing game film, you know, after uh, trying to analyze what uh, if things went good. Not so good. They'll be looking things over, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to that in the morning. Both teams back out on the field here, so we're momentarily going to be under action. The clock is at zeros, but. Connie Catholic now leading Adams Central at halftime. The score is 20-6. to six. And still efforting uh, Hastings St. Cecilia Freeman down there in Adams tonight. Is there communication down there in Adams? I don't know if they have well, uh do they have internet service? Do they have phone Boy. service, electricity down yep. there in Adams? You get to the top of the water tower, you do. <laughs> That's a long ways down there, almost on the on the Kansas border there. I, well, uh, it's just south of Lincoln is where Adams is at. It's way south of Lincoln, yeah. It's Actually, down there and, ironically, uh, my uncle, Ken Cook, spent a lot of time as a, a coach and a, a teacher down at Adams, and they actually play, they actually play their brand-new field Butts up against his backyard. So Uncle Ken's probably out in his uh, lawn chair. Lawn Whoa. chair with his uh, favorite beverage sitting there watching the football game. It's just right in his backyard. It's, we, he can sit on his patio, grill some burgers, and, and watch the game. We could have went there in the back of the motorhome and just done the game from, from up top. We've been down there before in the motorhome. We, Remember when we sat underneath we, the uh, coconut tree or whatever? Felt yeah. That? Oh, yeah. I went out and... Well, I actually went out on the field. I looked for the 50-yard line. Yeah, you and your bride were well, out there, looking for the 50-yard line. There wasn't one. There wasn't one. It was only a 
80 yard field, 80 at, that yard time, field yeah. at that time. So anyway. anyway, you would think all the people we know we could find a St. Cecilia score. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to come up with something, but the Tigers into the football second half underway. Now it's going to be a kick here to the near side, 15, 20, 25, up to around the 30 yard line before they uh, bring down the, the return man and bringing the ball back for uh, Scott's bluff. There's going to be uh, Cameron Geary. So Hastings had to kick off to begin the second half. Now the Tigers need to uh, dig in here defensively. Uncle Kenny's going to be happy he got so much air time. Well, he's Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall of Famer now. Scott's Bluff onto the field now. We talked about Scott's Bluff's numbers in the uh, first half, 137 yards, but that was credited uh, with a couple of big touchdown runs in the first quarter. The Tiger defense shut him out in the second quarter. Tigers still in this ballgame. They trail just 13 to nothing. It'll be Bruner to uh, start things off here for Scott's Bluff. They'll start the same way they uh, started the ball game. They faked the ball. Now Bruner's going to take it himself. Bruner's on his feet across the 35 to the 40, out to the uh, 41-yard line. Nice gain there by uh, Bruner on a quarterback keeper. Brian Ward coming up from his defensive back position to make the stop, but not before Bruner picks up about, what, nine yards in a play, second down and a yard. Scott's Bluff in their white jerseys there, their white pants, their white tops, their white helmets with their uh, red trim here tonight. Tigers in their gray and black with their orange trim. Their gray football helmets here tonight. Second down in a yard. There's a handoff again, sweeping right side with the ball is uh, Deolis as he brings them all to the 47-yard line. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he brings it to the 47, a pickup of about, what, eight yards on the play. So Scott's Bluff didn't have many of those in the first half, but they picked one up here in the, what, the third play from the Line of scrimmage here in the third quarter. First down for the Cats as they work the ball close to the 50-yard line. But again, they scored on a couple of big plays, but that one there, just a, a simple handoff off the right side. Those big guys up front open up a seam, and Deolis takes it eight yards downfield, and they inch the ball up closer to midfield here. Now they uh, have a, well, this play's going to be blown dead. They came back around. Busby, who lined up as one of the wing guys on the right side, has come back to get the handoff, and he was off to the races but we got a penalty flag down. They blow this one dead, and I think that was a fortunate there because Busby's a guy who took the distance a couple of times in the first half. I think he had a lot of room over there. They blow this one dead as they have movement up there on the line. This can bring the ball back to the 42-yard line. Now 14 penalties on both teams. Nine. Nine penalties for Scott's Bluff. They move the football back at the 42. It's a first and 15 just underway here in the third quarter. And now we got another penalty. That's going to be offsides. One of, the D, one of the D linemen jumped across the line. Yeah, that's that's going to go on Hastings. That's so uh, Darren Hillis. He jumps up front, a five foot nine, two hundred and forty pound junior. He jumps up front, so five yards one way, five yards the other way, and now we got first down and ten, and fifteen penalties. You know, if things get out of hand, we could rival the most penalties in a ball game. We remember when that was. That was. Uh, a Hastings high game as well. There's a Busby again on a little reverse. The flank reverse. He's into the open again. 50-45. Still on his feet. He's hit once. He's hit twice. And down he goes to the 42-yard line. Busby got to the sideline. Ran out of real estate. And he was knocked down after a pickup of 10 yards in the play. He's had a good night there for uh, Scott's Bluff. Yeah, what, what was that game? We were up at Northwest. That was Grand Island Northwest. Hastings high some years back. My yeah. college roommate, Rube, and his blind officiating crew was running that. I believe that was, it was. Oh, it was in the 20s. Well, I think 28 or 29 yeah. penalties, and we've got uh, 15 right now. That was a 11-yard gain. Another first down. That's the third first down 
for Scott's Bluff here in the game. But for Busby, five carries and 125 yards. They are into Tiger territory. There's a fake to him, and now uh, Bruner hurdles oh a man across the uh, 40, and another penalty flag down. False start. False start that time. <laughs> We're going to get it. I just feel it. We're at 16 penalties. We're on pace. We're going to be in the 30s before this is over. Don't say that. Don't say that. First down and 15 yards to go. Five-yard penalty marched off against the Cats. Brings the ball back here to the 47-yard line. Scott's Bluff again comes up to the line of scrimmage. They go with uh, two tight ends, one running back in the backfield. That's uh, Diolis. Bruner waiting for the snap. They fake the ball to that running back, and now Bruner takes the ball across the 45 to the 43-yard line. So they pick up the uh, penalty yardage. In essence, there, it's going to bring up a second down and 11. Scott's Bluff, very successful, Jimmy. They were 8-2 and two last year and actually advanced to the Class B State playoffs for the seventh straight season. But, boy, they just don't do anything flashy. No. But what they do, they, they do it pretty well. Yeah, they do it very well. And it all starts up front. you got to have an offensive line and be disciplined and open up some good holes. you got to have some talented backs. And each and every year, they seem to have a gifted bunch of running backs there at Scott's Bluff. Here's uh, Diolas now. He starts off in the middle. Then he breaks it outside across the 40, 35, 30, and he's run out of bounds. He popped it to the outside. He looked inside. Nothing there but black shirts. Pops it outside and took the ball for another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they take the ball to the 23-yard line before Diolos has run out of bounds. And now what I fear, Jimmy, is that huge offensive line has been leaning on the Tigers all night long. This is a long, time-consuming drive, and they're just uh, punching it right down to throats, and the Tiger defense could be getting a little weary here in the, the third quarter. Well, very good. That was a 19-yard gain all the way down to the 23-yard line for Diolos. Four carries, 37 yards. The Bearcats on the move. There's uh, Busby now carrying the balls. He's going to be tripped up. He may have fumbled the football down there at the 20-yard line. Big old scramble down there, but I think they're going to say his knee went down. No, the Tigers are jumping up and down. They say they have the ball, and the officials agree down there. Scott's Bluff turns the ball over at the 22-yard line. And getting up on the uh, bottom of the stack there for the Hastings High Tigers is uh, Darren Hillis, number 79. He's a big old boy as he covers up the loose pig. At the 22-yard line, a big, big turnover there for the Cats. Well, and Scott's Buff had the mojo pushing the football downfield. That one there, the second turnover of the night. Bruner had a fumble in the first quarter, and that one there is a, another fumble. That one by Busby, and the Tigers stop the drive. They take over the 21-yard line. Here's a uh, pitch play now, and boy, that's blown up. Back here inside the 20 to the 18-yard line. That's a... Uh... Let's see, that's that's going to be Pfeiffer carrying the ball. He's Pfeiffer kind of, carrying the ball, he comes up a little gimpy, but in there in a hurry was Garrett Nelson. He was shot out of a cannon. And I tell you what, Garrett Nelson is a big kid, 6'3", 245 pounds, and he came from the other side of the field. He's the defensive end on that left side. He came all the way across, made a two-yard loss tackle there, a good play by Garrett Nelson, but hopefully is going to be okay. There's yeah, there's uh, Swoboda wanting to throw the football. He does, and he throws it out of bounds there on the far side. Not a very good throw. I don't think that was Pfeiffer's. Now they take a second look at this as they're working on the... Is that Gonzalez? Yeah, it's Gonzalez again. The the eights and the nines on these uniforms uh, look very similar, especially when they got them uh, all crunched up there. Well, and Gonzalez took a big shot there across the middle in that first half, so he's... Uh... 
He's still probably reeling from that. Now that they're working on Pfeiffer down there. That's 29. All right, he's going to bring up a third down and 12 yards to go. There's a handoff wow. to Louch, and he is jacked. Louch gets it back to the line of scrimmage. Guess who? Sebastian Harsh. But you know the stop. Is that 10 tackles for him now? Yeah, he's got 10 tackles in the ballgame. Sebastian Harsh, a six foot one, 195-pound junior. So the Tigers, they go uh, three plays and out. Don't have to punt the football. 7.50 to play here in the third quarter. 13 to nothing is the score. Tigers, if they can uh, brew a little magic here offensively, we can get back into the ballgame here. But so far, doesn't look good. No, just can't get any offense. That uh, defensive front is really causing a lot of problems for the Tigers. They had four first downs in the first quarter, one in the second, and they've yet to get one here. And we're going to have a, a kick. He gets it away off in front of the Tiger bench. That's Bruner making a fair catch. Down here at the 47-yard line. That's the... Uh, Scott's Bluff 47, but pretty good field position for the Cats. You're listening to high school football action here tonight on 1230 KHIS. Also online at www.hastingslink.com and at Internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio. Brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. 7.37 to play here in the third quarter. 13 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff is out on top. Cats have the ball at their own 47-yard line. Noah Bruner, a 5'11", 165-pound senior quarterback. Back in there calling the signals, fakes the ball, runs it himself. Runs the 45 to the 50-yard line. He's brought down there. Pick up of three yards in the play for uh, Bruner. Tackle is made in there by Connor Lauchs of uh, Hastings High. Pick up of three, second down and seven yards to go. Well, when you talk about this Scotts Bluff team able to advance into the playoffs, they made it to one game last year and got knocked out. But they are just uh, prolifically a, a solid team in a very, very good Class B division. There's a lot of good teams in there, but Scotts Bluff year in, year out, and they look poised to be uh, another one of them teams again this year. Here's a Bruner, hands the ball away again. Sliding through there is going to be Dolus as he brings it across the 40, down to the Tiger 37-yard line. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Finds a little seam, doesn't need much. Brings the ball to the 37 as they move the chains. Down under seven minutes to play here in the third quarter. Hastings High went out to uh, Scotts Bluff last year and played this team to a 21-13 ball game. Scotts Bluff had to make some plays at the end of that ball game to lock up the win out there. The Tigers played pretty well. Hastings has played pretty well here in this ball game, but they can't get any points on the scoreboard. 13 to nothing is the score. There's another running play to uh, Deolis. Deolis is hit once. Tries to get away. Down he goes. Right at the line of scrimmage. Look at the black shirts. Connor Lauchs is in there. Also in there, uh, McLean White in there for Hastings High. Now check out Witty. McLean Witty in there. Can't read my own writing. It's a second down and 10 yards to go. <laughs> well, you're the only one that would be able to. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. But I made out the uh, spot charge. What was not, I thinking? That didn't not, look like witty to me. No, that doesn't. Second down and uh, 10 yards to go. No gain on the last play. Ball's at the 37-yard line of Eastings High. Here's Busby again on a little wing-back reverse. He's hit once, and he's going to be snowed under as he takes it to the far sideline. Nice job there by Tiger D. That's uh, Luke Wilkie, one of the guys you get over there, but he had some help. He went to the well several times, Jimmy. That's the, the play that has... 
gotten loose here for a couple of times. A 65-yard touchdown and a 35-yard touchdown. I think Hastings High has finally figured it out, and they've got to, a lot of people over there to stop that reverse play to the wide side of the field, and that time he was brought down for a yard loss. I think that was Damon Pape to uh, kind of slow the progress down of Busby, and then uh, help came from the backside. Two-yard loss, going to bring up third down and about 12 yards to go for Scott's Bluff. Here's a Bruner, play-action pass, rolls right, unloads. It's going to be through the fingertips of his intended receiver. Over here for Scott's Bluff was uh, Devin Baderas. Baderas, a six-foot-one, 220-pound senior, unable to come up with that ball. That's going to bring up a uh, fourth down situation now for Scott's Bluff. And now the Cats will have to punt the football away with five minutes and six seconds to play here in the third quarter. Well, the Tigers haven't given up the big play here in the second half, and they are continuing to stay in this ball game. But the clock's going to start to be an issue here before long. Only 5.06 left to go in the third quarter. They're going to have some uh, a long field to go here unless uh, Laux or Pfeiffer can get loose down there. Nope, that's a Warwick back there Warwick? right now. Now we got a penalty flag down as... Scott's Bluff is ready to put, uh, put the football away. Illegal procedure on the Cats. That's 11. <laughs> 11 for the Scott's Bluff 11 team. 11 for Scott's Bluff. 6 for Hastings. 17. Don't think we're going to make it. we got a whole other quarter to go. <laughs> 5.04 to play here in the third quarter. High school football action. The 2017 season opener tonight from the Osborne Sports Complex. Scott's Bluff will punt the football away. There's the kick. Wobbly again. Coming up, making the fair catch. Louts cradles the ball as he goes down to his knees at about the 17-yard line. That's the, where the Tigers will start. I think if you're uh, the Scott's Bluff coaching staff, that's what you got in mind. They don't need to put any more points on the scoreboard, give Hastings High the long field because they have shown uh, no ability to really put together a long, sustaining drive so far here in this football game. Tigers still under 100 yards of total offense. They had 86 at the end of the first half. Here in the second half, only one pass attempt by uh, Savota. That went incomplete. And then two rushing plays for a loss of two yards. Savota's going to throw this one, though. Throws it to the near side. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to Louch. Sebastian Harsh, again, is the band over here. I think uh, maybe Mike Rowley was recruiting the wrong guy. I think you better get back here and look at Sebastian Harsh. That, well, that young man, he's been all over the place. He is. He he looks like he's out of so many plays, but he's got such such tremendous speed to catch up to the play. That one there, I thought that that was going to be a good completion out here to uh, Laux, but he was able to get over there and knock the football down and force Hastings into a second down and 10 call. They come with a blitz here. There's a pass. He's being completed again. A little slant pattern to the far side. It's Goss Blumpwood's coming on the blitz, trying to get the ball there to uh, Quentin Senek, and the ball is uh, knocked down by Magdaleno. Pierce Magdaleno, the quarterback on that side, 5'10", 160-pound junior. So two incomplete passes, one to the left, one to the right, very similar plays. That's going to bring up a third down and 10 situation now for the Tigers. Hastings High going to send two receivers. That's going to be Lauksen. Uh, that's uh, Senek out Lauksen. here, I think. Here's... Uh, a running play up inside, and that's going to go nowhere. That didn't that didn't confuse anybody. They got the ball to uh, Pfeiffer, who takes the ball right to the teeth of the buzzsaw, and he was chopped down there by Scott's Bluff's defense. That's Pablo Cervantes. Pablo making the stop there, 5'8", 170-pound senior for the Cats. Again, the Tigers go three plays and out. They'll have to put the football away. This is Sinek 
Back here in his own seven-yard line to punt. Good snap. Gets into the football. Good kick. Comes to the near side. Bruner grabs it at the Scotts Bluff. 45. Back to the 50. 45 of Hastings. 40 of Hastings down to the 39-yard line. Great field position again for Scotts Bluff. Tackle is made downfield by Hastings High and the special teams. That's McLean Woody down there again for the Tigers. But look at the field position for Scotts Bluff. They'll have the ball at the Hastings High 39-yard line with four minutes and eight seconds to play in the third quarter. About 35 on the kick and 11 yards on the return by Bruner. He takes it just across the 40-yard line. 4.08 left to go here in the third quarter. It's still Bearcats 13, Tigers nothing, but Hastings High cannot do anything offensively. They have minus one yards here in this third quarter. Bruder in there, quarterback, play action pass, wants to throw. He's got a man out here. Busby grabs the ball off of his fingertips at the 10-yard line. There was not a man around Jimmy for 15, 20 yards as Chris Busby has that one go off of his fingertips down around the 10. Busby lined up over in the slot on the right side and just got loose. That was Cynic on coverage. He was absolutely torched. That should have been six right there. That was just a lofted ball right towards the hands of Busby and He's going to wish he had that one back when they watch game film. Well, that's the problem. They lull you to sleep, and then they go yeah. for the home run ball, and that well, was just inches away. And exactly. You look at the Hastings high defense. Look at the guys up in the box here. They just continue to load that thing up, and if they get somebody loose, they can connect on a big play. Here's a Bruner fakes the ball. Now brings it outside, 35-30. Look out, 25-20, 15, 10-5. He's into the end zone for the score. And that's another problem. You load the box, but once you get outside, there, there's no uh, there's no secondary help. You get outside and uh, skip through a couple of tacklers, and you got any speed at all, you just outrace everybody, and he takes it 39 yards for the score, and it's now 19 to nothing in favor of Scott's Bluff. And that is three big rushing plays, a 65, a 35, and a 39-yard touchdown run for Scott's Bluff here in this uh, ball game. But that, exactly, you load the box up, you better have some speed on the outside because if you get somebody loose, offensively, you're not going to catch up to him, and Bruner showed his speed there. He takes it in from 39 yards. Bruner now with 78 yards on nine carries, and the Bearcats will line up and go for two here with 3.52 left to go in the third quarter. All right, Bruner is going to hand the ball away. That's going to try to run for it. That's a Busby drives for the end zone, and he's in there. The two-point conversion is good. The two-point conversion is good. We'll take a break now. Three minutes and 52 seconds to play. In uh, quarter number three is now Scott's Bluff 21. Hastings nothing. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 12.30 K-H-A-S. This touchdown drive, five plays, 39 yards. 39-yard touchdown run by Noah Bruner. Two-point conversion was good. Touchdown drive brought to you by Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. For more information, you can log on to asap-ne.org. A killer there. 39-yard touchdown run from a Noah Bruner. Gets outside and outraces the Tiger defense of the end zone. 21 to zip. 
Shots Bluff with a lead. But you take those three plays away. Bearcats only have 104 yards. Instead, they've got 243 because they've had three long touchdown runs. There's a, a short kick. The Tigers will return it up to the 32-yard line, and that's where it'll start. He thinks I getting a Brady Anderson to return the kick there. A junior. Tackle is made in there again by Sebastian Harsh. So we look at the total offense in the ballgame. Again, we mentioned Scott's Bluff with 243 right now. Hastings High had 86 in the first half. They're at 85 right now. They're at minus one here in the third quarter. Scott's Bluff defensively, that three-man front has really tightened up on this Tiger offense. So Voda is still in there. Quarterback gets away from one would-be tackler, but he doesn't get away from the second one. He is dropped on the play. There's a quarterback sack, and coming through there is going to be Paul Panduro. And now Scott's Bluff, I think there's a pin in their ears back and coming at the, uh, the Tigers because Hastings has not shown any ability to get anything going offensively, and Savota's running for his life. Well, and that's a pass there, an attempted pass by Savota, just nowhere to go. You've got to throw that ball into the cheap seats. You've got to get rid of it, take an incomplete pass instead of the nine-yard sack, and now the Tigers look at the second down and long. There's a, a quick pitch play. That's going to go to the right side, and he's going to be drugged down there by... Garrett Nelson, I think Nelson is going to be hit with a penalty flag as well. Garrett Nelson is going to be hit with a a face mask. That was a quick pitch play as they tried to get it to the running back for Hastings High. That was uh, Tate Pfeiffer. And uh, Garrett Nelson yanks him down, and the penalty flag went down as well here at the 21-yard line. It was just a short gain of a couple of yards, but Nelson is going to be uh, hit with a penalty. Well, and you look at uh, Pfeiffer out there at 175 pounds, and Nelson, he's a big dude, 6'3", 245 pounds, and he moves well. He just grabbed a hold of him up around the shoulder pads and uh, brought him down horse collar is what they'll call here. That's going to be 12 penalties now on Scott's Bluff, still six with Hastings High. 18 penalties in the game. They'll move the football up past the 35-yard line to the 36 on the right hash. 3.07 3.07 left to go here in the third quarter. It's 21 to nothing. Scott's Bluff out on top. Yeah, Nelson's the guy that uh, Mike Riley came out and offered surprisingly during the, the summer as he's just a uh, junior here this year. He comes out and offers him a scholarship to attend Nebraska. There's a little swing pass out here to Lauchs, <laughs> and that's going to go for nothing. In fact, they lost about five yards in the play, maybe six. So they bring the ball away back to the 32-yard line. The Tigers going to be in negative numbers here. Sebastian has now got, what, 12 tackles in the ballgame for Scott's Bluff. Have you got them all, Gino? Because it seems like he's been on an awful lot of them tonight. That guy is unbelievable, the size he has. And, again, he's just a junior at 195 pounds. Boy, he's got a great frame to stack some some lead on him. Third down and 10. Again, Svoboda running for his life comes near his side. You better get rid of it. He does. He throws it to Louch, and it's incomplete. Right here on the sidelines in front of the Tiger bench. It's off of his fingertips at about the 45-yard line. Tigers, again, three plays and out. I think they've had three possessions and three plays and out each time. And minus 15 yards here in the third quarter. Wow. Does it bode well for the total statistics. So they had 86 in the first half, and they're minus 15. They're at, they're at, they're at 71 yards now in the ball game, and it's going to be uh, well, going to be a different return guy. Usually Bruner's back there. Here comes the kick by uh, Quentin Sinek. It's going to bounce here. It gets back to the 30-yard line, back to the 35 to the 40, near sideline 45 to the 46-yard line. 
where he's uh, popped down right in front of the Tiger bench. That's a Cameron Geary bringing the ball back there for Scott's Bluff. Two minutes and three seconds to play here in quarter number three. It's a 21-0 ball game in favor of the Scott's Bluff Bearcats. You can't see it, but I can. Down there underneath that table is Connor Lauchs. That is something you don't need to have happen. Looks like he's got uh, some cramping issues. And Looks I think you're going to see a lot more of that as this game goes on. Yeah, they're trying to straighten him up there. They get him up and try to stretch him. All right, it's going to be a Scott's Bluff ball. First down and 10 at the 45-yard line. That's their own 45. Play action pass. They're going to go for the home run ball again, and they got a bat out there, but it's incomplete. That's Nelson. Yeah, we talked about there uh, defensively. Also plays a tight end. He had a couple of guys hunt him, threw in a double coverage. It was overthrown down there at the 25-yard line. Well, Bruner only threw 62 passes last season for 586 yards. He's thrown six here tonight, only completed one to his other tight end, but they tried to get the uh, Nebraska recruit loose down the middle of the field. Double coverage there by the Tigers secondary. Ball falls incomplete. 157 left to go here in the third quarter. Here's uh, Noah Bruner in the backfield, faced the ball. Now they're going to hand it off up inside. Across the 50-yard line. Direct snap. Yeah, direct snap. Yeah, direct snap to one of those guys in that funky outfit there. They run a double wing, and they had guys all over the place. A direct snap as they bring the ball to the 49-yard line. So just a pickup of about three on the play. Third down and seven. So third down and seven yards to go from the 49-yard line. The pace of the game has really slowed down here in this third quarter. Scott's Bluff has scored once here in the second half. Leading now, Hastings high 21 to nothing in the ballgame. Tigers have not yet even got close to sniffing the end zone. There's a handoff again to Diolos as he brings it to the 45 of Hastings. Tackle is made in there again by Luke Wilkie of Hastings High defensively. This game under the lights is brought to you by Hastings Utilities, a customer-owned utility serving the community of Hastings and area customers including Junietta, with reliable, dependable service. Short of the first down, fourth down, and about a yard and a half to go. The ball is sitting down here at the Hastings High 46. Under a minute to play in the third quarter. 21-0 is the score. Scott's Bluff with the lead. Bruner waiting for the snap. Bruner, long count here for the line of scrimmage. And he, let's see, we have a timeout called. Have a timeout called here by uh, Scott's Bluff. Timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body, 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more after this. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Labor Day is coming, and that means it's time to save on Beautyrest mattresses during the Labor Day sale at Furniture Direct. Get a Beauty Sleep Queen set for just $379 or a Beauty Rest Queen set for $599. In addition to great prices, we have 48-month special financing and free local delivery. Now that's getting more than you expect. Furniture Direct, behind Sonic and Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Coming up after the ball game, we'll have our Friday night football scoreboard show. Brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning and by Rivals of Hastings. That's all yet to come. A big night of high school football in the opening night for the 2017 season. 
It's going to bring up a fourth down and one, and they're not going to get there as Hastings High right there. That's uh, Diolis carrying the ball and coming in there to make this stop and knocking him down hard was Jack Charlelow. Charlelow, the 5'11", 190-pound junior for the Hastings High Tiger D. And maybe that's the play that's going to spark the Tigers here. They need a little spark here. Trailing 21 to nothing. Hastings will get the ball back now with 27 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, it looks like Connor Lounce is going to come out and uh, take the snaps here later in the third quarter. Wow, Shardo looked like he was shot out of a cannon in there, got past all the big guys up front for Scott's Bluff, made a big play. So now we'll see if uh, Lauchs can spark this offense. Lauchs, quarterback keeper, he's hitting down he goes. Takes it to the uh, right side and down he goes. Tackle is made in there by Paul Panduro, the middle linebacker. Panduro, a 185-pound senior. So Connor trying to carry the ball himself on a keeper around the right end. He runs into not one, but a couple of shirts there. For Scott's bluff, Panduro knocks him down on the turf. Loss of two yards in a play, and that's going to be the end of the third quarter of play. Three quarters in the books here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd uh, Wilson Field to score after three. It's Scott's bluff, 21. He sees nothing. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the Greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, the gang is all here for the 2017 season opener. Hastings High still looking for their first points in this ballgame. 21 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Scott's Bluff has scored on runs of 65, 35, and 39 yards. Hastings High under 100 yards of uh, offense so far here in this ball game as we start quarter number four here tonight. Lox throws the ball to the far side. He's going to be caught there 45 down to the 40-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So a quick pass thrown out there to uh, Damon Pape coming out of the backfield. He is upended at the 40-yard line of Scott's Bluff for the Tigers. And the ball now in the Bearcat territory. Quickly, we'll give you your third quarter stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street, shop the Food Cupboard and save big today. Connor Laux is under center. We'll let this play develop. Hands them all away. This uh, straight ahead. That's going to be a Pfeiffer as he's wrapped up and thrown down after a pickup of about three yards in a play. We look at the uh, co- or, uh, numbers through three quarters for Scott's Bluff. Bruder is one of six passing just nine yards, but the Scottsbluff offense has rushed at 28 times for 238 yards, 247 on the night, and five first downs. We look at Hastings High. They struggle in the third quarter, 15 yards through the air, 49 on the ground, 64 total in this ballgame. And now we got a fumble. 
Kyle Lauch trying to hand the ball away, and the ball pops loose, but I think Tigers got back on it there. Yeah, the Tigers got back on it, making the uh, recovery there for Hastings High was Evan Guerrera. Well, the offensive lineman pops on the pig down here at the 38-yard line, third down and eight for the Tigers. We look at some individual leaders for Hastings High. Connor Lauch just uh, 10 carries and 27 yards. And Tate Pfeiffer, nine carries and 41 yards for the Tigers. There's a uh, fake on a reverse, and uh, Laux takes the ball for a couple of yards to the 36. Be far short of a first down. The Tigers now looking at about fourth down and seven. We look at Scott's bluff on the night there. Uh, their leading ball carrier, Chris Busby, 10 carries, 126 yards. Busby with uh, three touchdowns, or excuse me, two touchdowns and a two-point conversion here. In this ballgame, he had touchdown runs in the first quarter of 65 and 35. They've got three other running backs that are nearing the 100-yard mark. So a good night with this uh, prolific ground-and-pound team from Scott's Bluff. Fourth and six, Tigers will go for it. Louse is going to throw the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it here on the near sideline. Quinton Sinek nearly cradles that baby in right on the sideline, but it goes bouncing off of his fingertips, falls out of bounds. Incomplete pass for the Tigers. Turn the ball over on downs. Hastings High, I don't know if they've had, what it, as far as first downs are concerned in the second half, they went three series, three plays and out there in the uh, third quarter. They have uh, now just four first downs in the first quarter, one in the second quarter, and they haven't had a first down since. A tick under 10 minutes to go here in the ballgame. 21 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. And the Cats have the ball. They'll start this drive with their own 36-yard line after Hastings unable to convert on the fourth down. There's a running play there by Deolis, and he has uh, hit down and hit down hard there by the Tigers. Looked like a uh, wrestling takedown there. By the way, yeah, Damon Pape is one heck of a wrestler as well. He made some noise down in uh, Omaha this year at the uh, state wrestling tournament, but a great play. Again, Pape. Coming into this uh, ball game, had 66 tackles a year ago, and he's just an outstanding athlete down there for Charlie Shoemaker. Yeah, he came on about halfway through the season, and yeah. boy, he made his presence known for the Tigers a year ago. Off to a good start here this year. There's uh, Diolos again as he runs around the right end across the 40 out to about the 41-yard line. Give him a pickup of six on the play. We'll call him third down and five yards to go as Pape knocked down the Ball carry in the preceding play for a one-yard loss. So it's third down and five. Ball sitting between the 40 and 41. And obviously the, the clock is a major factor now. Scott's Bluff is keeping the ball on the ground. We're down to nine minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. 21 to nothing is the score. Hastings trailing here in the ball game. Bruner up under center. Nope, he's still in the, uh, the gun here as they run this double wing. There's a handoff again to a Busby. Busby to the 46-yard line. Busby's gotten loose a couple of times there. Tackle is made in there by Wilkie again for Hastings. He's having a good night defensively. Busby takes the ball about a yard shy of a first down. So it's fourth down. In fact, it's less than a yard. Fourth and about a half a yard to go from the 45-and-a-half-yard line. Scott's Bluff is going to line up like they're going to go for it here. Why not? you got a three-score lead, and you're pretty well dominating the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you got a big line. There's a Bruner. He's going to stand there waiting on the snap. Bruner waits. He's got it. There's a uh, fake handoff. Bruner takes it around the left. And he didn't get no, there. No. He did not get there. They faked the ball to uh, Deolis. 
who's going to take it around the right end. He pulls it out there. Bruner takes it around the left end, and he is stopped on the play. A great defensive stand there for the Tigers. Hastings will have the ball at the 45-yard line. Well, and again, Damon Pape in there to slow down the progress of Bruner, and then a couple of uh, defenders come on to bounce on top of him. No gain. Boy, Hastings high with a big, big stand there on fourth down. They get the football at the 45-yard line. Hastings has done nothing offensively. They need to get something going here. Still eight minutes left to go in the ballgame. They trail by 21 points. Here's a Swoboda. He throws it over here to a Sinek. He craters the ball down here. The pass is complete here at the 40-yard line. But now the clock is running. you got to work the sidelines and uh, get out of bounds. Get back up to the line of scrimmage. A lot of time clicking away here. 7.45 to play. The Tigers need three scores. There's another quick pass over here to Sinek. He is uh, hitting the Jarred out of there, out around the 37-yard line. Incomplete pass. That time it was uh, Jack Darnell. Jack Darnell over here to uh, jar that ball loose for Scott's Bluff. Now the clock is stopped on the incomplete pass. Seven minutes and 38 seconds to play. We'll name our player of the game at our coach's post-game show after this one today. It's off to the Friday night football scoreboard show. Brought to you by... Ruts heating and air conditioning and rivals of Hastings. Inside handoff, and that's stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. The Tigers just cannot get anything going, uh, especially with their rushing attack here tonight. Run a couple of out patterns. We connect on one for four yards, another incompletion, and then we go to the well right up the middle, and we have not been able to run between the tackles here this evening. That was uh, no gain, and the Tigers look at a fourth and six at the 40, and obviously we'll go for it. All right, here's a Swoboda, backs up, he throws the ball, it's going to be caught here at the 35-yard line, gets away, 30, down to the 26-yard line, that's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. A nice pass there, was delivered to the far side, right on the hash mark, cradling the ball and grabbing it as Warwick, spun away from a would-be defender, and takes the ball down here to the Scotts Bluff, 27-yard line, and a first down for the Tigers. That's uh 13-yard gain there by Hastings. A good job there, and a first down. Keep the ball on the move. Here's a pass over here to the near side. It's going to be incomplete to a Sinek. Second down and 10. Fourth quarter score from Adams. Freeman is out on top of Hastings St. Cecilia by a score of 15 to nothing. Freeman with a lead. Adams Central is trailing Carney Catholic in the third quarter, 26 to 13. Hastings high trailing here. 21 to nothing to Scott's Bluff. Second down, 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball down here at the Scott's Bluff 27-yard line. Another pass in and out of the fingertips of Brian Warwick, the intended receiver. Now it's third down and 10. Well, the Tigers moving the ball through the air a little bit here. But now they're looking at a third down and 10 situation here on the near side as play is going to be Yelled in here from the Tigers' sideline and head coach Charlie Shoemaker. Tigers finishing 6-3 and three a year ago, just missing the Class B State playoffs. Looking to maybe uh, scrap their way into things here this year. They've had a tough time here tonight. And there's uh, Swoboda. He's going to be hitting down. He goes in the backfield. Wanted to throw the football, but the pressure got to him. He tried to get away from things. And he is sacked back here at the 30-yard line. Now Charlie wants to call a timeout. This is a timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew 
at Hess Auto Body, 208 West South Street in Hastings. To get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout, we'll have more after this. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. Powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. Here's Savona wants to throw. Savona does throw it across the uh, 25 down to the 24-yard line. A short gain. That was a fourth down and long, and they didn't get it. As they threw the ball short to a Brian War, he, he couldn't slip a tackler. So Hastings comes up empty on a fourth down conversion now. With six minutes and 28 seconds to play in the football game, 21 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. Well, that one there just uh, fell short, obviously, of the first down. You've got to gotta try to extend. You've got to know where you're yeah. at on the field and get, get far enough down past the sticks. That one uh, wasn't even close. Completed pass, but nowhere close to first down. So Scott's Bluff takes over with a 21 to nothing lead. There's a handoff now to Deolis, who's just going to keep the ball on the ground here. Scott's Bluff will to chew up some yardage, chew up some clock as they get the ball to about the 28-yard line. So Scott's Bluff with a 21 to nothing lead. They led 14, actually 13 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. No scoring in the second. Scott's Bluff scoring on a 39-yard run in the third period to stretch their lead to 21 to nothing after they went for the two-point conversion. No scoring so far here in the fourth. So take away three plays, and the Tigers might have a different story here. We've had absolutely no offense here in this ballgame. Here's Busby again on that little reverse play. They've, they've gone into the well once too often on that. Hastings has finally figured that thing out. Busby is thrown for a loss of a couple of yards as he's trying to come to the wide side of the field. Tigers right there defensively to knock him down. Tackle is made in there for Hastings High by a Luke Wilkie again for Hastings High. Third down and seven yards to go. Five minutes and 20 seconds to play. Hastings will be on the road next Friday night. They'll play at Skyler. Third down and seven yards to go. Clock running at the 5-10 mark. Here in the fourth quarter, Bruner is waiting for the snap, taking all the time he can. Bruner's got it. Quarterback keeper takes it off of the right tackle across the 25 out to the 27-yard line. No gain in the play. But Scott's bluff. They're not concerned. Let's put the football away here. The Tigers still down by three scores. Now under five minutes to play. Dropping back for Hastings High to receive this kick is going to be Warwick. He'll be joined back there by Lauchs. He'll settle in at the 40-yard line. Scott's Bluff will be in a punt formation here on a fourth down and seven situation. The punter is Cameron Gary for a Scott's Bluff. Good snap to him. Gary gets it away. End over end kick. Fair catch called for and made here by Warwick at the 35-yard line. Hastings High will start first down and 10 from their 35 here in this one. 
High school football tonight on 1230 KHIS online, com. Also at platriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming this year is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. 418 to play. Here in the fourth quarter, 21 to nothing is the score. Scott's bluff with the lead. Hastings with the ball. There's a Pape carrying the ball. He's going to be hit in the backfield, and down he goes. Pape is uh, hit before he even really gets started there. Tackle is made in there by Pablo Cervantes. Pablo getting in there to record the, the stop. A loss on the play from the 27 down to the uh, 23-yard line. A loss of four on the play. The Tiger is going to be struggling to get to the 100-yard mark in total offense here tonight. Just trying to total that up. It's not been a very pretty second half here for Hastings. Here's a Swoboda. He wants to throw the ball. He does. Papers got it. Juggles it at the 40-yard line. Across the 40 to the 42. He is uh, brought down there. Tackle is made in there by Scott's Bluff. Devin Badera is in the stop there for the Cats. Reception was made there by uh, Damon Pape. Kind of juggled the ball there, but held on to it across the 40. Uh, he chopped down here at the 42-yard line. Three and a half to play here in the fourth quarter. 21 to nothing is the score. Scott's Bluff has got the lead. There's a Swoboda. In the gun. Backs up. Throws it across the middle. It's going to be caught there at the 45-yard line of the 40. 35-30. Down to the 28-yard line. Making a nice reception on the ball there was Alex Schrock. The big old tight end for Hastings High. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. As Schrock moves the sticks down inside the Scotts Bluff 30. They're going to put this one down to the 28-yard line. Nice play. We'll give Schrock 30 on that catch and run. He got behind the secondary and just put two hands on the ball. A great job. Got it inside the 30-yard line for Schrock. That's his first catch after a season of 237 yards a year ago, and now we got penalty flags. So Voter rolls to his left. He wants to throw the ball, and he's going to be hitting down. He goes at the 30-yard line. As Jimmy mentioned, penalty flags are down here. Penalty flags are down in the first and 10 from the 28-yard line of Scott's Bluff. Penalties have kind of quieted down here in the past uh, quarter and a half or so. Had a bunch of them in the first half. I think that one's going on Scott's. Yeah, going to go on Scott's Bluff. So that's 13 for Scott's Bluff and just six. So we're at 19 total. Well, we're not going to get to that record-setting evening in Grand Island. All right, first down and five yards to go for the 23-yard line now of Scott's Bluff. 254 to play. If anything else, the Tigers need to get in the end zone here. Give him a little. There's a pass across the middle to Schrock. He takes it in the end zone for the touchdown. They go right back to the well across the middle as Chavota threads the needle to Schrock, and he takes it in the end zone for the score. Well, that'll help for the numbers on the uh, evening. Now, the two quarterback combination with Savota and Lauchs, they've combined for 121 yards now. That one, a 23-yard connection, back-to-back pass completions to Schrock. Where's he been all night? He got loose in the secondary again, and uh, he made Scott's Bluff pay. Tigers get on the board, PAT awaiting. Ball is down, the kick is up here by the Tigers. That's going to be through the pipes by Quinton Sinek. So Hastings avoids the shutout here, getting a touchdown with two minutes and 49 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break with the score of Scott's Bluff 21, Hastings 7. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. Tiger touchdown drive, four plays, 64 yards. The scoring, 23-yard touchdown pass, Alex Swoboda to Alex Schrock. The touchdown drive brought to you by Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. For more information, log on to asap-ne.org. Well, if anything comes out of this game, at least Hastings has got on the board. And I like the way that Savota throws that gun. He's got that uh, Ken Stabler type. That's an onside kick. It's going to be fielded. It's not going to go far enough. I think it's actually going to get Hastings for offsides. But I like the uh, Ken Stabler look, the uh, left left arm gunslinger. Gets on the board. Maybe Hastings get a little momentum now going into week number two. 248 left in this game. They still trail by a couple of scores. Check out the uh, penalty flag. It's going to be a penalty on Hastings. I think you're right. I don't think it went far enough, or Hastings was offside one of the two. 248 remaining in the ball game. And checking the other uh, Hastings scores. Connie Catholic has scored again. The Stars now leading Adams Central. On a score of 27 to 13, they're in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, it's uh, Freeman leading Hastings St. Cecilia down in Adams tonight. The score is 15 to nothing. Freeman with a lead in the fourth quarter. Be a hot time in the old city of Adams tonight if they can uh, pull that one off. Well, we were we were downtown. It gets wild about every night. It, it's not the uh, the Falcons Nest or whatever it was called. It's it's called something else now down in downtown Adams. The hangout. And the Tigers going to... Oh, no. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> well, somebody better get uh, touch it. Sinek. He kicked it backwards. <laughs> Sinek was trying an onside kick, and it actually went backwards. And a ball was loose. And, yeah, Hastings had to get on top of it. The 37-yard line. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. He was trying an onside kick and must have... Hit the ball wrong with his foot and went well, actually backwards. Yeah, because his line was ahead. He kicked it behind his line, and then they stopped to look at it. That's a live football. You gotta, you gotta get on that. So Scott's Bluff comes out here, great field position. They're not looking to to do anything flashy here. Get the last two forty off the clock and head back west with gonna, a victory here. Gonna have to practice that onside kick a little bit. Probably haven't had much time. All right, we're going to have uh, Scott's Bluff up here. And we'll have Bruner still staying there at uh, quarterback. Under three minutes to play. They just faked the ball. Bruner's going to run it himself across the 35-yard line down to about the 34. So he's taking into the teeth of the buzzsaw there as Bruner is knocked down in the play. Darren Hillis in on the stop there for the Hastings High Tiger defense. Get Bruner a pickup of four yards in the play, second down and six yards to go. Yeah, the Tigers, they will play at Skyler next week. Skyler has not had a whole lot of success in recent years. I think maybe just a... I don't know if they've won. I don't think they've won in a couple of years. Yeah. 
You Tigers, definitely don't want to be the one to no, give them that victory. No, Tigers will have to get ready for a Skyler next Friday night. Second down and uh, six yards to go for the 34 of Hastings. Here's a Deololis running around the right end. Penalty flags again go down as a Josiah goes down at about the 20, actually the 32-yard line he's brought down. Check out the penalty flag. It's going to be a face mask call on Hastings. 21 to 7 is the score. Coming up, we've got the player of the game. We'll have our coaches post-game show here from the field, and then we'll get you to our studios. Get to the Friday night football scoreboard show brought to you by Rut Seating and Air Conditioning and by Rivals of Hastings. All the scores from across the state. Some exciting action going on. Central City's being uh, beaten tonight. Central City's Losing to Centennial by a score of 14 to 7 there in the third quarter. In the ball game being played up there in Central City. Bison are a pretty good football team. First down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the Hastings High 26 yard line. Bruder waiting on the snap here with double tight ends. There's a uh, handoff that's going to go to Yolis, and he's going to be brought down in the play right there at the line of scrimmage. No gain in the play. In fact, maybe a yard or so loss. Minute and 23 seconds to play. And now we're going to have a uh, timeout called here. A timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body, 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more after this. Where you're a neighbor. Not a number, we're custom pack. This week at Custom Pack of Hastings, get USDA Choice Beef T-Bone Steaks, only $8.55 a pound. Smoker or oven pork shoulder roast, only $1.67 a pound. And fresh homemade jalapeno cheddar brats, just $2.97 a pound. It's all at Custom Pack of Hastings. At Custom Pack, you're a neighbor, not a number. 12.30 K-H-A-S. Sutton is on top of Donovan Trumbull tonight, 14 and nothing. That's in the fourth quarter. Second down, 11 yards to go here for uh, Scott's Bluff. They get the ball in Hastings territory. Booner fakes the ball, takes it around the uh, right end. Just plows his way across the 25 down to about the 23-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the Tigers. That's uh, Bryant Warwick, one of the guys coming up to uh, make the stop. Now uh, being up a third down situation, we've got to... Uh, a quick timeout being called here with a minute and 13 seconds to play. Well, let's take an opportunity here and get you a scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture Direct of Hastings. We deliver the score. Furniture Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any Beautyrest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect when you shop Furniture Direct is south of the Sonic Drive-In or online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Connie. Leading Grand Island 20 to 16. Holdridge and Gothenburg tied up at 13 points apiece. Number one ranked Elkhorn South is leading York 28 to 14. Hastings trailing Scott's Bluff here by a score of 21 to 7. McCook all over Aurora 24 to 8. They're in the fourth quarter. Sydney is leading Lexington 20 to 7. Northwest out on top of Gearing by a score of 28 to nothing. Quick scoreboard update for us. 
There's a Busby again carrying the ball in that little reverse down to the uh, 20-yard line. Going to bring up a uh, fourth down situation with under a minute to play. Connie Catholic is leading Adams Central 27-13. O'Neill leading Grand Island Central Catholic 35-3. Boone Central, Newman Grove all over Pierce tonight, 42-20 is the score there. Ord is out on top of the Broken Bow Indians in the uh, third quarter. Score is 8-0. Their last check, it was Hastings St. Cecilia trailing Freeman. The score was 15-0. That was in the uh, fourth quarter. We're down to 20 seconds to play here in this one. Hastings High trailing 21 to 7. Tigers will play at uh, Skyler next week. And now another timeout's going to be called here as uh, Scott's Bluff was just letting the time tick away between plays there. They call the timeout. A couple other scores will bring to you. Donovan Trumbull is trailing the Sutton Mustangs 14 to nothing. Over in uh, Sutton tonight, that is in the fourth quarter. North Platte St. Pat's, that's the team that will play Donovan Trumbull next week. They are tied with Arcadia Loop City at 29. Gibbon, an exciting game tonight. They beat Hershey 8-6. St. Paul blasted Wood River tonight 52-0. So Jeff Ashby's uh, debut over there at uh, Wood River after his successful career at Giltner did not go well, 52 to nothing as St. Paul beats Wood River tonight. Fourth down, four yards to go. Scott's Bluff with the ball. Hastings high, 21-yard line. 21 seconds to play. There's a handoff near his side. It's going to go to uh, Diolos, and he's going to get it down to about the 19-yard line. He'll be stopped short of a first down, but only 11 seconds to play here in this one. So it's going to be uh, Scott's Bluff. What are you hearing this one? Scott's Bluff beat Hastings last year out in Scott's Bluff by a score of 21 to 13. It's 21 to 7 here tonight at Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings High will get to run one more play here with 11 seconds to play. Tigers have got the ball. That's a Swoboda with it. Swoboda. Rolls to his left, holds it, holds it, now throws it. It's going to be uh, knocked down. So he's going to get to run uh, one more play. And complete pass to the far sideline. Knocked down there with five seconds to go. Last check, Tri-County had the lead over Superior. Six to nothing was the score there. They were in the second quarter, so it's been a while since we've checked in there. Giltner was leading Exeter Milligan 28-12 to at last check. Five seconds to go here. Here's a Swoboda throwing the ball downfield. It's going to be overthrown. Right in the center of the field, it's overthrown there to a Brian Warwick, and that's going to be the final play of the ball game. And Scott's Bluff is going to win her here tonight over the Hastings High Tigers. Final score of 21-7. to So Scott's Bluff scoring a couple of touchdowns in the first quarter. They got one in the third. They go out on top 21 to nothing, and the Tigers getting a touchdown late in the fourth quarter. Touchdown pass from Swoboda to Schrock. That's all they got here tonight. Hastings loses the season opener tonight to Scott's Bluff by the score of 21-7. Take a break and come back. You're listening to High School Football. Want to cut your cooling costs this summer? 
With a highly efficient York air conditioning system, you can save up to 50% in energy costs while enjoying more consistent temperatures throughout your home. Call Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer in Hastings and Kearney, to schedule a free evaluation of your system and learn how you can move up to a new level of comfort and efficiency this summer. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. 1230 KHAS. High 21-7 final score here tonight. He sings high. Loses to uh, Scott's Bluff. Bearcats scored two touchdowns in the first quarter. A 65-yard run by Chris Busby and a 35-yard run by Busty. One of two on the uh, point after touchdowns. And after one quarter, it was 13 to nothing in favor of Scott's Bluff. That was the halftime score. Scott's Bluff then scored again in the third quarter on a five-play, 39-yard drive. The touchdown was a 39-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Noah Bruner. Two-point conversion was good, 21 to nothing. Hastings adds a touchdown in the fourth quarter and a 23-yard touchdown pass from Swoboda to Schrock. Point after touchdown, good, 21 to 7. Final score as Hastings drops their season opener here tonight to the Cats of Scott's Bluff. Your final game number is brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health, beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street, shop the Food Cupboard and save big today. Well, big today was the rushing numbers for Scott's Bluff. As we knew coming in, they continued to just pound the football at each and every defense. you got to be able to stop the run and stop the big play, and the Tigers were not able to do that this evening. Looking at Scott's Bluff's numbers on the night, their quarterback, Noah Bruner, again, didn't throw a lot of passes. He only threw six tonight, completed one, that one going for nine yards. But the Bearcats rushed it 40 times for 275 yards, so 284 of total offense in the ball game. nine first downs, but they scored on touchdown runs of 65, 35, and 39. You cannot give up the big play in these games. Penalties were a problem for both teams. The uh, Bearcats ended with 13 penalties on the evening. Some individual rushing leaders here this evening. Jason Diolis, he finishes the night with the 12 carries and 65 yards. Bruner had 13 carries, 90 yards. Again, that one touchdown. And Chris Busby is the one that hurt the Tigers. He had 12 carries tonight and 132 yards and two touchdowns. He was not even the original starter, so they are loaded at running back out there in Scott's Bluff. We look at the Hastings High Tigers. On the evening, Tigers' uh, offense really struggling here in the early stages of the second half, but then they were able to get a little life throwing the football uh, downfield. But the Tiger numbers, 13 of 26 passing tonight, 121 yards. They were credited with one touchdown and one interception. The Tiger rushing attack, 30 carries, just 46 yards, so 167 of total offense here in the ballgame. The Tigers were able to have, uh, get six first downs. In the evening, again, penalties on the side of the Tigers as well. Eight of them in the ball game here. So between the two teams, 21 penalties here this evening. Some individual leaders 
Connor Lauchs was 12 carries, had 29 yards. Tate Pfeiffer had 10 carries and 37 yards. Bryant Warwick had five receptions and 40 yards. But Alex Schrock got the lone TD tonight. Schrock uh, gets in the action late in the ballgame, has back-to-back catches of 30 and 23 yards. So 53 yards on two receptions for Schrock, and he does have that touchdown of 23 yards. But again, uh, Hastings just giving up the big plays. They were hanging around. They they were able to hang in this ball game. But again, you can't give up the big plays. And offensively, they struggled in the early stages of the second half, just not able to move the football against this uh, very talented defensive squad from Scotts Bluff. So the Tigers go to 0-1 on the season. All right, 21 to 7, the final score. Scotts Bluff wins it over Hastings High. Stick around, the player of the game coming up next in the coaches' post game show. You're listening to High School Football. Play by play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coaches' post game show on your Hastings link to local high school sports. 1230 KHAS. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. It's time now for the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. All right, Scott's Bluff uh, winning tonight 21-7 over Hastings High. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. Tigers uh, minus those uh, three big plays. Didn't play too bad defensively tonight. In fact, uh, coming up with a good ball game was Luke Wilkie. We had him with 11 tackles in the ball game here tonight. McLean Whitty also had a good game. He had eight tackles for Hastings High. And then uh, offensively, and uh, Alex Schrock had a couple of receptions late, 53 yards and a touchdown. Brian Warwick had five receptions tonight for 40 yards. And then uh, throwing the football, we had uh, the quarterback for Hastings Eye. In fact, uh, two of them in there for Hastings Eye completing, uh, what, 13 out of 26 passes for 121 yards and a uh, touchdown. All candidates for our player in the game will come back and name our winner right after this. One local call does it all. And Hastings one call to 402-463-1371 reaches Hastings Utilities, your municipally owned not-for-profit utility system. If you have questions, comments, or need to report service difficulties, one local call really does do it all. No 800 numbers, no five-minute waste to talk to a real person. Accessible and accountable to its customers, that's Hastings Utilities. Hastings Utilities, a municipally owned utility serving the community of Hastings and area customers, including Junietta, with reliable, dependable service. Hastings High will be uh, defensively and picking up uh, the honors Luke Wilkie for Hastings High. He had 11 tackles unofficially in the ball game tonight, so with two tackles for loss. So Luke Wilkie, our player of the game tonight, as Hastings High drops one to uh, Scott's Bluff, the final score of 21-7. to Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to High School Football. You've been listening to the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the coach's postgame show. Up next on 1230 KHAS. 
Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers semi-annual half-price sale and save big on the entire store of summer merchandise. 50% off summer suits and sports coats starting at just $99. Dress shirts and neckties also half off. 50% off shorts, polos, and sports shirts by Tommy Bahama, St. Croix, Enro, Nike Golf, Cutter, and Buck. Ladies, 50% off summer fashions and dresses. Select Brighton half off. Select ladies clearance racks now an additional 30% off. Shop and save now at the 50% off summer sale event going on now at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Another example of how Food Cupboard Discount Store helps their customers, like Megan Ruby, a teacher from Hastings, retain their freedom. Food Cupboard has given us the freedom to purchase healthy, organic food for our children at an affordable price. Food Cupboard, helping families exercise their freedom. Located on South Locust Street in Grand Island and Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. So they can grow up right. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Now, back to the broadcast booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Again, Hastings dropping one here tonight to uh, Scott's Bluff final score, 21-7. to As the coach joins us, and uh, coach, I think we saw a, a lot of good things out there that, despite the loss tonight, but I think a lot of good things for the Tigers tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm real pleased with our kids. Our effort was tremendous for four quarters, and uh, yeah, that's a good football team. You're going to see those guys probably real similar to what they did last year, and uh, they're going to give a lot of the good teams in the state some fits, and they're just real physical and tough in a lot of spots. So I was I was pleased with our kids as far as the effort. A lot of things we got to clean up, but, you know, it's first game. You know, and that's one thing Mike and I talked about in the pregame show. This is a Scottsbluff team we've seen for years. They don't do anything flashy. They're, you're lucky if you get six, seven passes out of them, and Bruner threw it uh, six times tonight. They just line it up, double wing, and they run right at you. You know what they're going to do. It's just hard to stop them. They've got a great lineup in front of the running backs. They do, you know, and they always find a way to get their, their best guys in the right spot as far as, you know, what they do on their offensive side of the ball. And uh, they definitely have got some guys that they can run behind. And, um, you know, it's just tough. You, you can scout them, and you know exactly what you're supposed to do. It's just a matter of doing it, and it's tough sometimes. Chris Busby got loose twice in the uh, first quarter. Is just defensive breakdown? You know, I mean, a lot of it for our defense is really comes to our angles with our safeties and backers and things. And if, and if you're just a little bit off, and they get it blocked right, and, and they got enough guys that can take it to the house. So, um, you know, some of it's us, some of it's them. But uh, you know, we'll clean that up. And but you know, you saw a lot of great plays from our safeties as well. So. You kind of take a little bit of good with the bad. Well, this is a team that's uh, ranked in the top ten in Class B. You were right there, even in the latter st- stages of the uh, second half. You give away almost 300 yards of offense, but, again, you take away them big plays it puts them down to 145 yards. I mean, there were some good things out there defensively. You guys were able to stand toe-to-toe with them. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, you know our defensive staff did a great job, and um, we got a lot of things we can build on. A lot of players did some nice things. We had some that made some mistakes, but you know we'll fix that when we get uh, back to work on Monday. But you know, offensively, we've got to just get more consistent. You know, we were able to move the ball, but just not uh, when we really needed to get down into the red zone. We just couldn't quite get in there. Did not have a great night rushing the football. We had just uh, 46 yards in the ball game. So that's obviously one point of contention here for this week. Yeah, we, we thought we'd be a little bit better running the ball, but obviously they're tough up front as well. Um, so hopefully we can continue to work on that and get our play action pass going as well. So we've got, we've got a lot of kids that can do some things with the ball, and we just got to make sure we get them the ball. Well, you do. You got Alex Schrock uh, loose in the middle there uh, uh, late in the second half, made a couple of back-to-back catches, got the touchdown on the board for you. Yeah, you know, we, we really like our tight ends. We've got two of them, him and Jake Schroeder. So 
uh, those guys do a nice job of stretching the field there. And, and, you know, we had a few drops on that one drive. So, you know, you just have those mistakes. You can't have those when you're playing a good team. Talk about uh, the guys on, on your defense. They played uh, halfway decent here tonight. We mentioned uh, Wilkie, but we, we mentioned uh, Pape's name a couple of times here tonight. You got some good guys over there on that side. Yeah, we feel like we've got really good team speed, and we've got some guys that can really tackle and come up and hit. So, um, you know, we'll continue to find the right combination there and uh, get ourselves in a position where we can really make plays. On again with the athletes, Mike, uh, just alluded to, you You talk about Damon Pape came in last year, ended with 66 tackles. He made a lot of outstanding tackles out there. And uh, along with Connor Lauks out there, a couple of a good athletes, uh, wrestling, baseball, yep. they've got that good bloodline. Yeah, you know, those guys, they just have a nose for the football, and, you know, they're not afraid to come up and really play downhill. So um, we feel like we're pretty strong there, and I think we'll continue to get better. Jimmy and I mentioned uh, several times throughout the ball game the splits. There was uh, not a whole lot of splits in the, the offensive line for Scott's Bluff. That just makes it so tough. It's like a big old snow plow. It, it really does because you really can't do any stunning. And, and blitz. we did a few blitzing things in there but uh, it's hard to stunt your line and kind of protect your linebackers they just got to really hunker down so um you know we get against other teams i think we'll be able to do some things there with our team speed and, and really cause some fits for people you're going to put uh, connor in there quite a bit at uh, quarterback seeing him in there a little bit tonight he adds a whole different dimension to your yeah. offense when he's in there yeah you know we're really comfortable with both of them in there um so you know i thought tonight was a pretty good mix of of things like you know with using him and using alex so you know, we'll, we'll continue to do those things as we move forward. It's off to uh, Skyler now uh, next week, a team that has not had a whole lot of success, but you're probably more concerned about uh, yourself so than uh, maybe your opponents next week. Yeah, you know, I mean, we just got to go out and get better and really look at what we did wrong and, and correct it. And I think if we do that, we'll be fine next week. And um, we need to go with the right mindset all we can practice. Is there a glaring problem as you, uh, without looking at the film and everything, is there a glaring problem? You said, yeah, that's one thing we absolutely got to get fixed before next week. Well, I don't, I don't, I always say, I don't like to say anything as far as that until you actually watch the film, but, um, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's just uh, a consistency thing and, and sometimes that some young players playing and things like that, but, uh, you know, show up to work on Monday and be ready to go. Well, they say the biggest improvement is from week one to week two. Now so. you've got that opportunity. We talked to Skyler again. Uh, we've seen him uh, the last few years. They haven't had a lot of success. But uh, one thing I did say is you don't want to make sure you're the one that gives them that victory. Right. I, I think it's real important to be mentally focused and sharp all week. And uh, we're going out there with a purpose and to really improve and just get a lot better next week. Okay. We'll see you down the stretch. Thanks, guys. Yep. Charlie Shoemaker, he's the head man for the uh, Hastings Eye Tigers. Again, Hastings. Dropping one here tonight to a Scotts Bluff, 21-7, to but going toe-to-toe with, I think, a pretty good football team here tonight, giving up some big plays of 65, 35, and 39 yards. The Tigers able to get into the end zone only once, but it was a little bit uh, too late as uh, Hastings drops this one here tonight. Scotts Bluff by the score of 21-7. to Take our final break. We'll come back. You're listening to High School Football. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the Greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Scott's Bluff wins it tonight over Hastings High. Final score of 21-7 to here in this ballgame. Hastings High will play at Skyler next week. Checking some other scores before we get into the uh, scoreboard show here locally. Freeman has beaten Hastings St. Cecilia tonight 
15 to nothing as uh, Freeman beats Hastings down in Adams tonight to uh, start their season. Meanwhile, the Adams Central Patriots, they are trailing in the fourth quarter to Carney Catholic. The score is 33 to 20. You can catch the uh, last couple of minutes on that ball game over on ESPN 1550 KICS. Carney Catholic is uh, leading Adams Central by the score of 33 to 20. Stay tuned. We've got the uh, scoreboard show. Guys will be up next with all the scores from across the state of Nebraska. Some reports uh, on some of the area games brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air Conditioning. And for rivals, for Jimmy Purcell, for Gene Shaw, I'm Mike Will. Wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football on 1230 KHAS Hastings has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.